and we are live hey concrete hey 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 what's good what's good with you girl happy sunday what's going on honey Ugh, um uh, it's it's been a week <laughs> it has been a week and i'm i'm delayed so um, but anyways, I'll rectify that in a moment. But it's been a week. It's been a pretty good week, a productive week, but um, not an exciting week. You know how you have a productive week, like you're getting a lot of ish done, but it's not very exciting. That's kind of how I feel about what my week has been like. But what about you? Um, It's been a hellified week for your girl. Um, mm-hmm. I've been emotional. I've been up and down dealing with the damn cheering, honey. They didn't came back in full force. It's like every time Solomon go to his dad's house, I be having to undo, redo. Um, oh, it's a lot. It's been a lot. Um, yeah. I'm dealing with a child that's going through puberty. And as much as I be thinking that I'm prepared for shit, as much wisdom as I think that I have, um, every time I get shown something different and mm-hmm. um, just kind of going through the motions of life. You know, you go through your shits mm-hmm. with your kids, with your family and stuff. And so I'm really kind of just going through the motions of life. And it has been, um, it's been a hell of a week, uh, to say the least, to say the least. I made it though. I'm seeing it Sunday, honey, and I'm here. <laughs> and that's the good thing. Um, and, and I already know, baby, them teenager years told me, ooh, a new one. <laughs> so I know what you're enduring. And like, I'm going to send up a prayer for you, as sweet baby, as my little nephew them. is. They the ones who need the damn prayer. Send one for them. You know what? Listen, I don't really be wanting to believe anything bad about them, but you know, I know how teenagers are. And I know how that pre-pubescent stage maybe i don't miss it for nothing in the world y'all know i like i really be thinking your kid your especially your boys your boys Mm -hmm. will pump your head up they're charming and sweet and loving and um boys will oh i love you so much mommy mom 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 i love you i need this and you do it and you did and then you you start to understand who they are as humans and mm-hmm. i'm like did i create this little damn demon spot what i know <laughs> listen yeah i, I got what um, i for i got i'm getting what i can yeah. i got what i campaigned for i did mm-hmm. you're I going did. listen and and he just warming you up because you you got another one coming right behind him so you know just just get ready baby listen my my daughters now my oldest daughter she was pre, she was pretty well behaved i have really too many issues with her but that's that second one she was like i'm gonna teach you and baby she used to give me the blues the flux i'd be crying like oh my gosh she's driving me crazy i'm about to send her down there with you like it was just so much and yeah, it was it was a whole lot, baby. I don't oh, I don't miss that for anything in the world. No, no, thank you. For real, for real. I can't even get on here and talk about my baby daddy because he be watching the show sometimes, low key. Ha ha ha. Oh. Hey. <laughs> hey. Uh, hey. <laughs> nah. uh, um, yeah. We are on much better terms, I think, than we've ever been. But um, understanding that it really does take a community to raise a child um and being that um 
you know, he's across the, the country and, you know, we, it's me and my husband and Solomon and we've all had to kind of come together and really be cohesive in the aspect. We all want the best for our kids and yeah. really getting together and understanding we all want the best for our kids and to do what we have to do, you know, um, and to be cohesive in that unit, um, especially as it pertains to discipline and making sure that they're on the right track. But baby it's been a ride it has been a ride yeah. so yeah pray for us pray for them pray for them because i ain't gonna do nothing but go upside solomon head and uh-uh i'm praying for nephew he is such a sweet little kid oh my gosh he's sweet the baby. i wish you could hear Child. <laughs> i can see him as being like sweet but sneaky but like you know he's such a little gentleman like them little he got like the little southern mentality and you know that eats the the women up they're like oh my gosh he's so sweet because he's very well manner very well when i said <laughs> i was manipulative i said it and i maybe I, I you know i am don't get me wrong my nature is very manipulative i get it mm -hmm. i ain't got shit on him <laughs> I, I, I thought i had like i you know i thought i had a little yeah. game about my i ain't got shit on him Mm -mm. Ugh, I can imagine because like I'm so rusty like I couldn't my daughter I remember she used to be baby like I would take her phone from her and they had iPods then I'm like oh shoot she been texting on the iPod for two months then I find out you know like they, I, I had like broken iPods or broken phones <laughs> wait a yes, minute you, know, you like, had to go around yes like she could text on there yeah she could she was able to communicate with her friends on there and because i think you could download apps so not text on there she was communicating with them through different like social media apps on the ipod and then um I, we would have like broken so i found the ipod took the ipod she would find broken phones that we had we always you know kept broken phones we just buy a replacement around the house and baby how i would find out is my family they would be like um yeah i just see so and so post something like my they would know she was on punishment like my daughter stayed on punishment from electronics for months at a time like months at a time i mean i used to start feeling bad like if you don't behave because it would be like okay i'm taking it for a week and in that week she been and snuck back into an electronic three different times and the punishment gets extended it was Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was it was something. Oh my it was yeah. She gave me the flux. Yeah. Um um so what I figured out, um I finally got him in tackle football. And what I'm not gonna be able to do, them them little boys will. So um <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm excited yeah. for him. I'm really excited about it, um, especially since they gonna whoop his ass out there because, you know, <laughs> the, the, he got a he got a little bit of an ego. You know what I'm saying? He a little cocky. He a little cocky. He a little cocky. Uh, oh. So I, I'm waiting on them to tear that ass out the frame because <laughs> I can't. I can't. Girl, if there was the the last time I whooped him, he had to mm -hmm. be about six, and. I was spank. I was about to spank him for something, or I spanked him for something or other, and he didn't cry, and it infuriated me. Like, 
you ever hit your child and they don't cry and then you be really like yeah. oh i could really make you cry if i want uh-huh. i was like uh-huh. let me get somewhere and sit down before <laughs> i've been in i end up in jail and you yeah. don't have no mom and uh-huh. so i was like i'm so we then you start taking away shit. they get slicker in in whatever aspects they find a way I ain't gonna be able to get you like I need to. Let me get you out here on the on this football field with the other little boys um who've been playing for a little minute. He out there with some eighth graders and shit, and they've been oh. playing for a little bit. Babe, I'm excited. I'm listen, I'm excited as hell. I'm like, you know, you what? know what? I you couldn't know imagine because I'll be out there on that field, and that's how my daughter was. She didn't cry, nothing could break her spirit from the time she was young. If I spanked her, she didn't cry, and then she used to like hide up under the bunk bed or she would like i would have to chase her around the bed to get to her and she did not cry so she's always been a little spitfire but intelligent like smart as hell like incredibly intelligent very smart very talented you know just was she was you know how like i see extremes of myself and my children like i'm an emotional person and my oldest daughter is highly emotional i was fast and i was uh you know a smart kid oh god don't say you were fast girl don't say you was fast absolutely but she wasn't like it wasn't even that she was like boy crazed or anything like that she just wanted to be able to she wanted to be able to do what she wanted to do because it wasn't like that she was talking to boys she just what was like i'm you're you took it away from me, but I'm going to find a way to access this ability to communicate with my friends. So that's kind of what it was. Baby, um, it like I said, you take shit away, they figure out another way. You do this, that, 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 that. They did it. Nah, 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 nah. I'm like, okay, 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 better it up, better it up. Um, with him, I'm like, you know what? Um, because the, the shit that he's done, um, then, then it kind of comes down to when you're raising your children in dual, dual, and I'm not going to say necessarily dual households. Um, you have, like I said, his father lives across the country and he doesn't have um, the same type of interaction with his dad as he has with us because he's with me. But um, his dad didn't get him where he, where he dan- where he did, where he stood at. And don't worry about it don't worry about a damn thing um bgs is that's the thing i don't like to punish my kids with homework because i want learning to be a fun experience um learning isn't a bad thing so when it comes down to reading and stuff like that i want them to kind of get some enjoyment um out of reading and um enjoying learning and with solomon i punish mine with homework like that was how my kids spent their summers yeah like you now you go write a book report on current events we go into the library you lit like literally that my kids will tell you to this day but my my daughter enjoyed reading but she didn't um it wasn't like reading for entertainment now you're reading and you have to do a report on it now i'm going to question you on what you read now i'm looking through the book and i'm asking you about information in the book that was how i punished my kids like all the time but you know, they enjoyed reading, but if it's like, it's something that I'm being assigned to do or I'm being tasked with, then it's something that I don't want to do. I'd rather be outside playing than reading. And I would do that, have them writing a thousand, you know, times and stuff like that. And I did all that, but child, yeah, um, <laughs> it didn't stop now. It's like uh, with, with Solomon, um, it, it's like, 
I, as a child, was on punishment a lot. And so I learned to adapt to my punishments. If I had mm -hmm. to read, it was cool. I read this shit. I'd be able to tell you, but I would know what I was talking about. And mm -hmm. after that, I figure out, uh, I figure out a way to do other shit. So then mm -hmm. I was buying um books with nasty stuff in it, with sex in it, and, oh. stuff, and then changing the covers <laughs> out. And my grandma really? didn't know, baby. She wasn't opening the damn books. That was her fault. Um, but oh. I was reading all the little romance novels, and they listen. I had all kind of like I was reading all kind of shit. That she had no if she had a known what I was reading, I'd have got my ass whooped again. But mm -hmm. she didn't know, and you know, I wasn't gonna say nothing. But yeah, girl, it's it was like that's I what said, my daughter did. Really she started to she started to do the same thing. She adapted to her punishment, and I think like it started to affect her less. So I had to be creative. Like, how can I get to her? Because she literally is like one of those kids that was like, I have a spirit that's not gonna be broken. No matter what you do, I'm not gonna let you see me cry. You can spank me if you want. I'm not gonna. No tears are gonna come down. And in the end, she always like literally. I still have some of the letters. She always would write me a letter about how sorry she was, and like she would articulate her feelings in a letter and say she understood what she did wrong and you know gets long apology and stuff like that but i had to get creative with punishing her because it was like you know nothing i did and then her dad he wasn't really of any help like i was the enforcer so you know I, and there was times i felt guilty like i remember i had to take away her 10th birthday party and we still talk about this to this day like that hurt my heart my kids had a birthday party every single year of their lives and except for her 10th birthday, I kept telling her like, okay, you keep on, you know, you're not going to, and I was like trying to give her a chance after chance because I didn't want to take away my child's birthday party. So we ended up like going to the movies and out to eat and we had like a cake at home, but she didn't have a birthday party because she just was like, I'm going to do what I want to do. These kids, yeah. <laughs> um, I think that we are much softer on our kids. I know that I am. Um, Curlin is way more of a disciplinarian. And like I said, Curlin has a follow through. Um, mm -hmm. Solomon has realized that he can, man can manipulate me. Um, Solomon will write me a letter, come hug on me, apologize, sound sincere <laughs> as fuck, and we'll do the same shit that he was told not to do in the first damn girl. It mom i'm so sorry you know i really didn't mean to do that you know i was just thinking like I, 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 I then the fact that he is mature um he's mature and articulate even in his apology yeah i did mm -hmm. a b c d i shouldn't have did that i know that that was wrong and you're sitting you'll buy into the shit a goddamn con a con artist a con you say he knows how to manipulate baby so, I, like i when i say i thought i had it mm. and then that's a damn scorpio scorpio honey i ain't even oh Jesus. the scorpio Jesus. so yeah y'all pray for y'all pray mm. for him because um yeah. yeah but the good thing about it is they grow out of that and like it's a stage like it truly is like and that's the thing about it like my kids uh, by the time my daughter was probably I, like really i mean she's always been a little like to push the envelope but like the the puberty stage where I was like, oh my gosh, thinking I was going to pull my hair out last to maybe two or three years. <laughs> so two or three years of her, you know, 20 plus years on the planet, like I'll take that because aside from that, like, you know, my kids have been just really good kids and they have been um, like, they you know, made me a proud mother. So, um, you know, I, I'm like, it's, it, I just 
try to keep try to keep in mind that it's a phase and it's a stage and it's you know um going through puberty is typical your hormones are doing some strange things you don't understand it you don't know how to process it you don't know how to make sense of it and you know as a result kids act out so yeah um fantastic shout out to you because he is definitely a charmer and he is already in his vocabulary bag mm. um yeah he's a he's a smart ass kid i i can't take that away from him mm -hmm. um honor roll student stayed on the honor roll the entire year um minimal i guess he studies very minimally but he just he's mm -hmm. naturally smart very naturally smart and gifted but baby them behaviors mm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you gotta love um, them these babies no that's my that's my dog though I, I, you of know, course. I, I love i love my child to death i love my children to death but baby, I'm gonna when i say they gonna, give, they gonna give us um okay they're gonna give us what we campaign for we are gonna definitely get what we campaign for because they don't give a damn um and with solomon solomon especially child y'all pray for us hard um so yeah uh shout out to MGTOW university says thank you sg for the producer tag i appreciate it if i knew what producer tag you were talking about i would really be on to something major but i really don't know what you're talking about but thank you for thanking us um so shout out to you and a shout out to Dane C. He said, ladies, I thought you were done with evil Glorilla. Y'all ain't gonna do right. Y'all, why y'all calling it? Don't call that girl evil Glorilla. They do have a similar, uh, I think like the forehead part is a bit similar. So I can kind of see what you're saying there. Like I can see up there, but she doesn't look like a Glorilla to me. And she's not evil. She's she just has a different opinion. Um, shout out to Kevin C. He says, maybe get the cue maker on the panel. There are questions. Well, um, what I did do, I did extend the invitation to her because what I wanted to avoid doing was we've had her on the show before. Um, and there were things that we didn't necessarily challenge her on but there was a lot of thought processes that you guys had that you didn't get to challenge her on so we wanted to kind of have I, I like to give people a fair shake to defend their shit you know what i'm saying or to be able to articulate whatever points they need to articulate so of course i extended the invite um i didn't tell her to this morning so hopefully um she she'll be able to join us if she can it'll be dope um a shout out to MGTOW universe again it was like spider clip MGTOW stay out of my business gd <laughs> i gotta see i gotta see i gotta see i gotta see uh fantastic i listen she'll pull up um she you know she's not she's not a scary type of chick so and she's she's always up for a good debate um and you know we've had her on the show twice so she she would have been willing to talk to you guys one by one and actually have a debate with y'all um to be honest that's been on us not to have y'all asses up here because y'all don't generally know how to act not saying everybody but when we get panels and shit and we open it up to guests like that nine times out of ten everybody comes on to dog pile and then it's you already uh, know what it's going it be. turns into <laughs> 
it doesn't turn into a debate. It turns into a dog pile, and mm-hmm. you got dudes coming from coming at her from you a dumbass bitch, you stupid ass motherfucker, you ain't shit, you ugly, yeah. you dumb, you stupid. And it's it not a fruitful really... conversation. It, de- yeah. it detracts from the topic, the discussion. It doesn't even make for good playback. So we just kind of were a bit more strategic in our decision not to have an open panel. Plus, real talk, though, when Princella comes on, she has so much to say herself yes. that to have a panel, that's going to be like a four hour show. <laughs> like, who? Like, we also, can barely get a yeah. word in. Also, you know, um, she does have a lot to say. And yeah. there, um, since she's been on our show, I think from our first show that we had her on, um, she was maybe at about six to 10,000 subs, yeah. six to 10. Mm-hmm. Um, currently, let me tell you guys where she is at right now. She is at 61,600 subscribers currently. Mm-hmm. 61,600 subscribers currently. Well on her way to 100,000. Probably oh, well yeah. on her way to a million. Because um, she's blowing up on other platforms too. And that's absolutely. just here on YouTube. Her presence on um, IG and her presence on... Oh, she um, reignited her TikTok page. She's blowing up, baby. She be doing them lives and she <laughs> be having the people going. So she's also yes. increased her follower count on some of her other socials. Yes. Is she the queen maker on... Um... Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Princella the uh, is Princella the queen maker. I'm pretty sure on um, TikTok. Um, I follow her, but I can't remember. So she comes up in my timeline. I think so. Okay, and I did. Let's see accounts. Okay, so she's at twelve thousand on um, um, Instagram, and mm-hmm. I'll if you could pull up the TikTok. Yeah, I'll look at it real quick. And a shout out to the orange pill nurse. It says the queen maker is also the one who said women would survive on an island better than men because the men would try, would be trying to R word each other. She doing a dang thing on TikTok, baby. She had 113,000 on TikTok. And this is a page that she had, she had to start over from scratch. From <laughs> I'm scratch. telling you, she be... Ooh, on TikTok, she'd be blowing up. And I see a lot of people sharing her her um, content. And they, like, drop her name cl- close to how they drop Shira's name. They like, yeah, but what would Princella say type of comments yeah. you see just randomly in people's um, comment section or in, under people's um, videos. Absolutely. Um, shout out to Man of Tomorrow. What's up, cuz? He says, my grandmother solved this problem with preemptive ass whooping. <laughs> or in case you got away with some shit, ass whooping started acting brand new the hose pipe switch is gonna start swinging um toya the fact that you said reading is fundamental after i fucked that up you ain't have to (laughs) maybe you weren't even talking about me but i'm gonna take i don't think she was (laughs) but you know what that don't don't work with all kids and i am of the mindset that um i'm not a big proponent of 
you know, physical discipline on children. Like literally my oldest daughter, I think I might've spanked her once. My youngest daughter got some spankings, but I wasn't like, phys- like, not, like not beating her with the belt or anything like that. You know, tapping her on her bottom, using my hand and stuff like that till she was too old for that type of, you know, discipline. But if I had to do all over again, I wouldn't at all. And my husband does not believe in spanking kids at all but um and that doesn't work with all children as i said like even when i spanked my daughter that didn't get a response from her like literally she evoked no emotion she was gonna stand there stone-faced as you spanked her (laughs) letting you know like that don't hurt me type of thing so um that don't work with all kids and i don't necessarily think that it is the appropriate way to discipline children. I think that that's something that was handed down to us through slavery and we started, you know, using it to kind of get our kids in line. But I think that there are other more effective ways that we can use to um, parent children and um, that would be that would be more likely to get through to the child. So then that's interesting. I'm not going to say I don't necessarily think spanking works on all children. I don't, but I think up to a point um, when I realized that spanking didn't work, I think you should find, when you realize what doesn't work, you need to figure out other methods. Um, Spanking doesn't work on Solomon at this point. Mm -hmm. So if I'm spanking him and he's not, that's going to make me do something that, uh, mm -mm. so I had to come up with other avenues and then with our daughter, uh, our daughter is um, very sensitive and you just got to fuss at her and she'll get in line. You just got to fuss at her because she's real yeah. sensitive. So she'll, you mm-hmm. fuss at her, she'll get in line. But um, mm-hmm. with that damn Solomon, baby, baby. Yeah. It's yeah, important was, to know your kids too, though. Because yeah. my daughter, what I eventually realized, and it took me so long to recognize this, is she's more affected by knowing she disappointed you. Like literally sitting down and talking to my daughter, like having a heart to heart and saying to her, like, I'm so disappointed in your behavior. You know, you know, I trusted you to do the right thing. Like that, start, like she will be bawling. <laughs> like that is what can, she has a very soft heart. So if you sit down and you explain to her what she did wrong and why what she did wrong is frowned upon. On, that is more impactful to her than trying to spank her all day long. <laughs> A shout out to Kevin C. He said, this is what I'm talking about. Um, women will survive on an island. It's been done. The women failed miserably and needed help. The men had success. I do think that some of her points uh, can be on a bit extreme. It can be a bit extremist. Um as you're talking about men and women surviving on islands because if you Uh watch like one of those island shows or some shit and they have the women and shit struggling on the island i think it actually takes women longer to make decisions and appoint a leader and shit like that i Uh think when certain things have been established and then you have a woman over certain things like it's a matriarch then it's a difference but if you just Mm. throw a woman on an island and say hey go uh, it does take women um, longer to be cohesive. Um, maybe I think it depends. Like I think for the most part, if you throw women, like you said, on an island that has not been 
primed for humans to live on, um, women would not survive. We don't have the physical capabilities. We're not modern day women. Come on now, Western women. Um, we're not used to roughing it. We're not. We like. I think though that if you if we were on an island in a community where things were were it was already primed for people to live, we could potentially survive because I think that our willingness and desire to work to 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 make it would possibly help us to overcome you know some of the the uh issues however if we're just talking about sheer you know physical strength sheer ability to survive like in you know a rough rough conditions women ain't gonna make it <laughs> nah. yeah um so before we get started or do you want to get started, girl? Uh, something. Let me see. I did have one little, th one or two little things, but I think I'll bring up just one of them. Something that I wanted to bring. Oh, real quick. So I don't know if you saw this whole situation with Jamie Foxx, where he posted, um, they killed Jesus. They killed a dude named They Jesus. killed a dude. Okay, I can't even see it. They killed a dude named Jesus. Essentially, what makes you think that they won't do it to you? And it was like hashtag fake friends and fake hashtag fake love. And as a result, he got backlash and was being called an anti-Semite or being, you know, referenced that this, this post was anti-Semitic. And baby, let me tell you something. My family from the South, <laughs> like the heart of the South, Mississippi, the SIP. And I heard this saying my whole life growing up. Let me tell like, they killed Jesus. What make you think they wouldn't harm you? They, they, you know, ostracized Jesus. What make, it's kind of like saying, what makes you think that you're any better? We had an actual savior that they, you know, um, ostracized, that they abused, that they, you know, eventually killed. What makes you think that you're above any of that, that people won't dog you out too? And that's what it generally means for Black folks. It has nothing to do with the Jews. And for him to have to come back and make an apology and all the things, I was kind of like baffled. I saw the post when he initially made it and I was like, oh, knew exactly what he was talking about, didn't have to second guess it. And it was a bit much. And for me, I'm tired of them doing that to black people, specifically black men. Like, I want black men to be able to stand on it and be like, that's not what I said. That's not what I meant. The and fact that he came tail. back and apologized pissed me off because, for one, if you're apologizing, well, for, let, let's let's break it down. If if they didn't, if the choose didn't, what's anti-Semite about it? it? Or if it happened, what's anti-Semite about it to be able to say? That would be like saying a Jewish man has never killed anybody. When Jewish mm -hmm. people have killed, uh, Christians have killed, Muslims have killed. Every religion has had violence um associated with it Facts. every religion yeah if mm -hmm. jesus was killed and jesus didn't just regularly die and he said they killed um, a dude named jesus first of all i would have been like well bitch because uh i saw jennifer An aniston's um lily white ass get up there and, <laughs> and 
oh, I didn't like the post. I, if I, and I'm not in, uh, I'm not with anything that's anti-Semitic, mm-hmm. bitch. First of all, when nobody see, I would have read Jennifer Anderson's uh skinny white ass for all she was worth. <laughs> Personally, personally, I would have gave Jen- Jennifer Aniston. That's why. That's why Angelina Jolie ran off with your Nick. See, I would have gave Jennifer Aniston ass everything she campaigned for. Yes. Personally, mm-hmm. personally, Jennifer would have been sitting there crying, talking about he ain't have to say that to me because mm-hmm. I would have directed, I would have directed all my venom toward her. Because bitch, I wasn't even talking to you. And if you like to just say my bad, I ain't mean to like that. You know, she could have just kindly unliked it once you went on about her business. But and then with him coming back apologizing, it's just lack of backbone for me. And we're not able to have a fucking thought process and an opinion and Mm -hmm. be able to stand on that. Nah, bitch, that's what I said. That's what I meant. Now what? What you gonna? But with Hollywood. You know, Jamie Foxx got hospital cloning. Listen, I mean, hospital bills to pay. He got to pay for the rehab hospital bills. I get it. He he already had, was, uh, you know, under contract. He has a new movie. That's how he trying to get his job back from um, Nick Cannon, who was uh, filling in at Shazam. But the thing is, black people like not understanding black vernacular, our dialect, what what's mean, what the hidden meaning is to certain things. Like they swear, you know, they they you know understand us and they love copying our style, picking up on any AAVEUs, but never really understand the context or what the meaning is behind something because that that is like that's been a saying in the black community forever but the thing for, for, is, for 40 years for sure but the thing is if you can't i can't be offended i can't be offended by what doesn't affect me a hit dog is hollering so if y'all sitting there hollering then you there's some admitting you know what i'm saying jesus was killed according to scripture yeah. right yeah. and then girl mm, it, it the interesting thing is, I saw Ben X put it put type in Chat GPT, um, who killed Jesus. Mm. Uh, yeah, uh, the Jews should be suing <laughs> whoever uh, is in whoever is responsible for Chat GPT because okay. and Jamie ain't even say it, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying, y'all might wanna y'all might wanna direct some venom over there. Then, um, did you see that Neo came out and said that, you know, he was raised in a, a household where it was like two genders? I'm waiting oh, on his no. apology next because he going to be he apologizing. Said he said that there were two genders. There were men and a woman, boy and a girl. There went all this other shit that we're oh. trying to impose on American society. And I'm like, now, you know damn well Hollywood does not allow you to say shit like that. We At know all. that if you're famous enough and if you're over a certain threshold of money you know damn well you can't you you're you're not free you're not a free mm-hmm. man um mm-hmm. when they sign those contracts they sign over their thought process their rights to be free you're not a free man you don't get to talk like that uh mm. neo so mm-hmm. we'll be waiting on neo's apology for saying oh he got because you know they don't the, the alphabets the alphabets, the true, it's, it's like there's some select groups that you'll mess with, that you'll mm. mess with, and you know that you will be backpedaling pretty quick after you issue yeah. a statement that is related to them. And it's, it's coming. Shout out to MGTOW Universe. He says, again, 
people ain't torch millions keeping it real. Thank you so the much. The thing, Go ahead. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming like directed towards like the Jamie Foxx comment. I, I understand that as a woman, as a black woman, for me, I always say that like, there's nothing like a principled black man. I'm not dictating what your principles need to be, but if you say something, stand on it, especially if, if someone else is misconstruing your words. If someone else is, you know, literally twisting your words, you don't have to back down and bow down and issue an apology and donate money because someone else is misconstruing what you said. Like, I like to see a black man that's like, you not about to that that we not about to do that we need to see more of that <laughs> I, i'm just saying shout out to mammies are dangerous jamie's fight is with the white women he chose please drop the cape ladies mamas let me explain <laughs> this to you let me explain this to you mamas if they're limiting Jamie Foxx's uh, thought process and lingo and speech and mm -hmm. speech, and this is a black man, what the mm -hmm. fuck you think they're going to do to all black women? <laughs> you don't think black women will be treated worse um, yeah. when it comes down to our speech and vernacular? And we say some damning things on, around this here internet. Um, the yeah, only people there's that no respect end of up, a person between with them, like they're yeah. not going to be like, oh, well, because you don't date white women, we'll allow you to say what you want. Look what they did to um, what's his name? The oh my gosh, the the um, basketball player who Kyrie reposted Irving. the link. Yeah, Kyrie Irving. Like literally, it doesn't matter. And this ain't about caping for literally. This ain't about caping for Jamie Foxx. It really has very little to do with that. If y'all yeah. can't see past the fact that someone has chosen and is dating people of other races and understand that certain issues are going to affect us all, no matter who we choose to partner with, then um, then there's something wrong with you. Like literally you can't like, it's Jamie Foxx. If, if, they're, if they're silencing Jamie Foxx, what makes you think your black behind can get on there and say anything that you want? So we should speak out against it, no matter who it is, because though they're, showing us that they don't respect our ability that free speech is a farce and they don't yes. respect our ability to share our thoughts on a platform that we should be able to share our thoughts without without them being scrutinized because of someone misconstruing them yeah and um mammies are dangerous if you think about how your freedoms are being uh etched away little by little they take away a certain freedom from your ass every day um, you're going to be at a point to where you're not even going to be able to think anything bad without having to apologize to somebody or being canceled or your job being in jeopardy or mm -hmm. um, some, some shit like that happening. And then when it comes down to people going to Hollywood, people in Hollywood don't have, you know who else can't say nothing? Black women can't get out here and just say anything without having to apologize. Black women and Hollywood can't have a thought process about a whole lot of shit. Um, Just hilarious had a thing to say against trans women and mm -hmm. trans women and the alphabet community have really went in on her. Ripped her a new one. <laughs> they're, and they're, they're going to continue to rip her a new one because we're not a, at a day and age to where we're able to even speak if somebody has a negative opinion and they're in the quote unquote civilian world outside of Hollywood and you as a star, 
you want to have a thought process and opinion that affects how you get hired that affects your money that affects um you being able to that affects your ability to have fame um and then at this day and age i don't even know why anybody would want it because it does affect your real life freedom you can't say shit. yeah we got to look at the bigger picture like your hate and disdain for black men shouldn't cloud your judgment about how a black man, man is being treated and how that will affect the whole of black people that was a great example the whole just hilarious thing literally we had a black woman a week ago that was being drugged for filth because she didn't want to be referred to as a birthing woman and she was standing up for the rights of biological women literally it's the same thing like we have to understand that 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 these that we're not um we're not separated like our, the issues that will affect black men will also affect black women the issues that affect black women will also affect black men like y'all can't be that narrow-minded and, and be that hateful towards black men that you feel like we we gonna be quiet on this one because that's a black man that's being affected okay well next week when it's you don't or next week when it's a black woman stop the black women aren't protected stop the no one stands up for black women thing because you you doing the same thing when it comes to black men um i'll give you a prime example migtail universe you can look up whoopi goldberg because whoopi goldberg also says some anti-semitic shit um about maybe about four or five and years i didn't ago. even think it was that harsh i think it was something that they that they said was anti-semitic and she and had, she to, had to get up there and apologize <laughs> so there mm -hmm. you go i made you a liar send us some money um thank you um yeah yeah so make you a liar did just that real quick mm -hmm. so mm, 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 mm. Mm -hmm. um girl i had uh, one thing and i thought this was really interesting so that's yours this is did you upload two things yep i okay. uploaded two things okay so this one <laughs> MGTOW, you asked for a, an example. I gave you an example. You don't you know to what? <laughs> He's moving the goalposts. You could be like, hey, and then a nigga be like, oh my God. <sighs> you asked for an example. I gave you one. That mm -hmm. was the that was an example. She mm -hmm. there was a black woman who had to apologize for some shit she said in Hollywood. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially as it pertains to uh Jewish people. Yeah. There we're not nobody's gonna be able to say that shit um you jamie didn't even say anything about jewish people he said they and he had to apologize mm -hmm. so there's that um so moving on should a world champion boxer have a fat girlfriend mother of terence crawford's six children Alin alindra Pe uh person received no mercy after stepping into the public light mm -hmm you had so many women in the comments when women talk about how we love each other we respect each other girl power all this shit. Right. we be all about that until we feel like a bitch don't deserve the man they have how i know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um bitches will be all up against me you don't deserve i ain't gonna talk about you dudes though i ain't gonna talk yeah. about you you dudes probably be worse but um there was a lot of people in the comments talking a lot of trash about her even after she's had six children she doesn't deserve him because she's a bigger girl and he's a fit man what are your mm -hmm. thoughts on that um i saw this and i 
actually, I I actually find that um, men that are in the gym don't want a hard body woman. Like they aren't typically attracted to um, slender women or women who are just as athletic. Like this seems to be a natural thing for men that are very fit. My husband is fit and like you, you want to come home to something soft. Okay. Maybe she does have a few extra pounds that she needs to work on, but that's between her and her husband. I think that we need to stop pushing our um, perspectives onto others regarding who they should marry and who they should procreate with. Like this woman bore six children, six children for this man. And I don't know how old the youngest child is, but there is there are studies that have been conducted that show that literally your body does not go back to its normal homeostasis until up to seven years after you give birth. So meaning your hormones aren't regulated that, you know, um, a lot of the thing, a lot of the changes that your body has endured to prepare for the birth of a child, you are still healing from that up to seven years after you give birth to a child. I think that we're so quick to pass judgment on who someone else has decided to partner with. I think it's disgusting. I think the same thing regarding how men are able to say this is my preference when it goes when it comes to someone who is you know outside of. Um, who looks different than than the person who's making the argument and women are able to say my preference is a man that makes six figures that has a six pack that you know um you know has six inches or more, whatever, like people are allowed to have their preferences and we have to get to a place where we stop trying to dictate who another person partners with because we don't feel that they're good enough. You don't know, this woman could have PCOS, she could have, you know, anything that could be that she could be fighting that could be the cause of the excess weight gain. And she could have made some progress. This could be her after losing 30 pounds. That's his wife. We And, and he's the one who has to lay down with her. Our opinions shouldn't even be um, shouldn't even be a factor. Well, I've actually had a conversation with a couple of guys. Um even within this space as it pertains to um black women and our and our weight uh -huh. and the guys told me that men are basically forced to be in an environment so, so they're forced into uh, an environment to where they don't necessarily have a choice because a lot of the women are overweight and so uh -huh. Um, they're saying that if they went somewhere different to where the women were attractive and the men had better options, that this wasn't, this wouldn't really be a thing because the men like, uh, let's say if they went to Brazil or Cologne, Brazil would be a great place because Brazil's big mm -hmm. on fitness. They say that Brazil's big on fitness and, um, um, the women are, are really into fitness and taking care of their bodies and looking good. And they're saying that men feel like they have to deal with certain aspects of our women because they don't necessarily have a choice in it. And a lot of men feel like, you know, as opposed as opposed to dealing with these fat American women, you you know, we hear it all around uh, uh, all the time around this space. They'd rather go to places to where women do care about that type of stuff, and women are focused on uh, being fit and being beautiful as opposed to American women, American women, like you want this pussy or no. And mm. they're saying that the men are be actually being forced 
um, to deal with it. And a lot of men saying that they're not taking it anymore. What do you think about that? Um, I disagree. You ain't ever forced to deal with anything. You don't have to date black women. There are women in this country. There are w this is a multicultural melting pot. You don't have to deal with black women. Go get you a Mexican woman. Go, 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 go get you a, you know, Puerto Rican. Go get you a Hispanic, you know, go get you, uh, you know, a, a, a white woman, you know. So you don't have to deal with black women. Black men have made it abundantly clear that, you know, they have freedom of choice. So I disagree with that notion. In addition, black women are the, the, the most overweight group of women. Black men are the most overweight group of men. So y'all have your own weight issues too within, you know, within your culture. Um, I also, um, so I, I call cap on that. You're not forced to deal with anybody or anything. If you find something to be unappealing or un me as a woman, if I, if you don't appeal to me, if I'm not attracted to you in some sense, you can't pay me to lay down with you. Like have some sort of standards that you wouldn't sleep with somebody just because they're available, just because they're what you see, if they don't fit your desired preference. Like I'm not sleeping with somebody that I don't, that I don't, that there's nothing that I find attractive about them. In addition, I did look at, just was looking into their relationship they have a baby, like a one-year-old. So, you know, clearly she still has some extra pounds that she needs to work off, but she's always been a thick girl, but she was very shapely, but he chose that. So I'm, 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 I don't buy for a second that men are only sleeping with women that are overweight because they don't have a choice. If you choose to get with somebody, there's something that you see there that attracts you. Like, how do you even get an erection if you're not attracted in some capacity? He, not only did he choose her, her, he chose to marry her so clearly that's what he wanted like that is what he desired and you know she bore six children from him that doesn't mean that you have to go get something similar if you want somebody thin find somebody thin if you want somebody that values you know shape and you know values their health and, and values their weight but i also think that it's uh, it's bs to say that black women don't not you know first of all in the u.s we have a weight problem it's not just a black woman thing but literally the things that they put in our food is are things that are outlawed in other countries we know Next. that there are things that literally lead to weight gain and in addition the the number of hours that people work raising families like you know especially for those who have had who have small children sometimes it's difficult to make that a priority but if your husband you know is 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 voicing that as a concern i do think that it is something that a woman should take heed to like if your husband is saying babe you know you've gotten you know things have gotten a little bit out of hand especially if he's coming to you as a concerned spouse and wants to help you to to get things in order like i'm i am a big proponent of that but i feel like it's a cop-out to say that black men don't have no choice they got to deal with because y'all go deal with fat beckys why y'all go like we know that you know there are skinny beckys why, why do y'all go deal with fat beckys well let me ask you this um because you said something that men get uh erect for mm -hmm. <laughs> i said erect uh for the <laughs> i don't know why that's making me laugh uh for 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 whatever like for for big girls too but mm -hmm. i think that men get erect for a lot of different reasons that um defy that defy uh what we think they should be erect we don't know what's going through a man's brain when he does get hard um a man could look at a sock 
Um, I disagree. Like men aren't children. We don't like young it's boys. It's not a factor of them being children. It's not a factor of them being children. But we as women will say that a man will fuck anything with a warm hole in it. They don't necessarily have to have an, an attraction to whatever it is that, that they're fucking. That's what you, I'm saying. I you think they have that. to be attracted to everything? Yes, that, there is some attraction oh, wow. to the person that you're getting erect for. That is my belief. Like men aren't children. They they don't get a hard on because the wind blows. Like a man, like that's part of being a man that you have control over your urges. That's why men know for the most part, you know, unless you have an issue, not to get hard in a public place because you see a beautiful woman. That's you controlling your urges. Like literally, I'm not giving that um, cop out to men. Men, like discipline and, and being a disciplined person, that's part of you conquering malehood. Like you should be able to be disciplined and have control over your loins. If you get, and sometimes it is, oh, I just like big titties. Maybe I don't think that her face is appealing, but she has a big chest. So I find that to be something I'm attractive attracted to it may not be the whole of the person maybe i don't like big old guts and you know all these roles but i like big titties or maybe i like big juicy lips i think that there is some form of attraction there for a person to um be able to get erect and want to knock someone down like why her out of all the women in 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 the world are you well um, I, I would say that if he's had six children with her there has to be some level of attraction oh yeah or some, for sure. some some things that for he sure. likes about her for sure but when it comes down to them getting hard and fucking any and everything that will move uh i don't know and and then I don't necessarily, I, I've heard guys say that they will fuck an ugly girl just to get their rocks off, just to, no attraction, no feeling, mm -hmm. no thought process. Their dick got hard. It was a warm, wet hole. They went, it was done. Um, they could go off into the sunset. They wouldn't give a damn if the woman lived, died, nothing. And yeah. I think men, th to me, this is my opinion, I think they, they would fuck anything. And I don't think there's a, there has to be an attraction there. I think it's a biological need. Like if a penis gets hard and they can get it down, especially with the biological way, then they're going to do what they have to do to uh, um, rectify that erection. I like that. So if that's the case though, like I grew up in an area where there were a few women, but like we had a few crackheads who would look at it. Oh. And there were men that would be like, hell no, ain't no way. I don't care how late at night you come. I don't care what you're looking for. I'm not going because you know that there's nothing attractive about this person. And there were, there's one person in particular that comes to mind and she was like a little off. And, but like, there were some bummy guys who would sleep with her, like, and not, not, not just sleep with her. They would like be engaging with her, um, you know, and like, and not in a relationship, but sleeping with her consistently. And but for the most part, like men who had any set of standards, men who could get other women wouldn't entertain her. So if, if men literally um, have no standards to that degree, then what stops them from sleeping with somebody who is butt ugly? What stops them from sleeping with a crackhead who was, you know, says, you know, for five dollars, like what stops them if they just will put it in any hole in the wall like there's something because you see nothing about them that's attracted that you're attracted to i 
I think men have control. I do think men have control over their, um, over themselves. But I think that, um, I think they have control over themselves because if not, if they, if, if I don't, I don't know. <laughs> the cynical one is talking about them getting off on inanimate objects. So that's a good point. But I they think don't. like, okay, I see that as more of a white man thing because, you know, You'd white men in the Caucasus Mountains, in the Caucasus Mountains, you know, there were animals and all Girl, kinds of stuff. I, but... I, I would not put that all on white men. No, no, I no. Think. Listen, we, we, we absolutely have adopted a lot of their behaviors. We got it from them, though. But we have adopted a lot of their behaviors. But I even think the same thing about dolls. Like when we were having that conversation on MGTOW's channel and they were we were talking about dolls, I'm thinking in my head, like, what would possess a man to sleep with a plastic? But if you notice companies are working harder and harder to make the dolls look realistic, to make them absolutely stunningly beautiful. So because they understand that attraction is important, that seeing something that is going to get you aroused is absolutely important. So even, you know, when we talk about inanimate objects in the way of dolls, uh, we know that attraction is important because we see that in the um, in the producers of these dolls. They're, they're, it's pretty evident. Yeah. Um, a shout out to Cassandra Brown. Hey, lady. She said, y'all got a male in this chat that says hateful things about black women in this chat. And I haven't heard y'all address those comments. Um, Cassandra, I will say this. There are women that we have wrenched up who don't, who do not, who absolutely do not have a positive view mm -hmm. of black men. Um, we have now, if y'all getting timed out and shit like that, um, don't yeah, time anybody, yeah. uh, matter of fact, do not time anybody out on today's show. Do mm -hmm. not time anybody out on today's show. Yeah, we'll handle um, that. We don't need you guys to time anybody out. Yeah. Um, but Cassandra, we do allow people to express their opinions Including on both sides women. as long as they're not disrespectful. Like we, the name calling, calling people, you know, bees and calling people, you know, like disgusting, despicable names. We allow freedom of expression. You can say, I don't like black women because, you know, I'm mad at them because of X, Y, Z, just like we're allowing the women to speak freely too. It's the disrespect. And if we see it, we will definitely address it that we do not tolerate. Yeah, but if you have a, a negative opinion about black men, feel free to express it in the chat, honey, because they, they ain't gonna hold back from y'all. Yeah. But we wanted to, to we wanted to have a chat that um I ain't want no punk ass chat. I wanted a chat to be able to say what they wanted to say, and I want you to be able to have a freedom over here that you wouldn't be able to have in a lot of other spaces. So yeah. I want you to be able to express yourself. Um and I don't necessarily think that it's hate because we do have negative opinions about each other. Um, yeah. Black men and black women. We don't always have the best opinions about black women. We don't always have the best opinions of black men. We think it's a whole lot yeah. of shit to go around and everybody needs to be accountable for um Everybody yeah. needs to be accountable for uh, what's fucked up about our community. But, honey, feel free to get your shit off. 
feel free. Yeah. And we're not addressing the comments that women make about me. And like the women come in here on some straight BS. Like if there's something that piques our interest or that we want to highlight because we want to talk about it, like, ooh, she said that, we'll highlight it. But it's not for the um, it's not for the sole purpose of calling them out and you know wanting to like chastise them. Y'all grown. Y'all know how y'all should know how to conduct yourselves. We allow you to express yourself within reason. Don't be disrespectful and overly offensive and you know call people out of their names and that type of stuff like we're you know we try to keep a space that we refrain from that type of behavior yeah and um mammies are dangerous they could be very sensitive honey they could be very sensitive i i suggest that y'all kind of take y'all y'all put y'all big y'all put y'all big draws on and let's rock let's have a good time let's have some fun yeah. um mm -hmm. even we're talking about the queen maker um the queen yeah, maker ready? has yeah girl let's dive off into let's it let's do it the queen maker has came and has shut this shit down over here with her thought processes in opinion on men and um she didn't have a whole lot of negative negative things to say about women um over here at all so uh, we won't even say that she had a balanced opinion on women when she came over here she got her shit off on men and the men were mad as hell but we've had guests that have been able to get their shit off and we we let the, sh the chat get their shit off and we generally try to come to some resolution or conclusion or even just having fun and laughing and saying fuck it okay they think this and we think that and we go on about our business yeah, but agree to disagree <laughs> yeah um what but what we don't want to do is have a space to where every time you have a bad a thought process you getting timed out of somebody you can't say this and they said that and look what they said about uh, black women and y'all we fuck with black people we fuck mm -hmm. with black people period um yeah and we we want to be free to express ourselves and you guys are free too we get we get pushed back about freely expressing ourselves and that's not what our space was created for like we're not um policing your ideologies and your thoughts feel free to express yourself in the chat like i said just try to refrain from calling people out of their names yes. and you know being overly um offensive i'm going to read the super chats and then we're going to really jump off into it yeah um so shout out to mr curlin um he says and now this is all about the next chick thinking they deserve her spot mm. hashtag the unstated competition is undefeated babe you said a word then because think Good about point. all the hoes that don't think i deserve you when you know i deserve you and you deserve uh, me but mm. <laughs> shout out to ed unchained honey ed should be in chains is what it should say he, should. And he said uh that's true because fat women definitely hate fat men Fat I women don't so. like fat men at all. That's they true. really don't. They do not want no fat man. <laughs> like, uh-uh. I don't want them rolls and belly um hanging over me. The I do see a lot of bigger chicks who do end up with guys that are in these, shape too. I see big, real big women with these little bitty skinny men though. Like, I'd be like, how that work? I don't need no no because then you're gonna be like, see, I told you she's not approved. She's wondering about let's just I'm Girl, a one. You just push the belly up and ride, child. That's <laughs> No, no, I'm talking. Well, yeah, I guess so. Okay. Everybody got to push a little roll out the way. Child. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, got yeah, to do, honey. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it ain't. 
I'm gonna tell y'all why big women don't like big men. Well, are y'all y'all ready for the red pill? I know. I think I know why. Let me see if if we on the same page. Okay. So, when the big girl and the big guy getting ready to do it, and the big guy got all this goddamn belly, and she got all this goddamn belly and ass, the big ass and the big stomach and shit they can't get to each other to create the type of friction that they need mm -hmm. to create. And so when a big girl got a, 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 a small guy, the small guy can kind of just step right in between, between yeah. and, and do the, what he got to do. He can part and, the seat. Yeah, you he seen can Gabby see the bank and her husband, Gabby threw them legs up and said, <laughs> Gabby Sidibe threw them legs up on her husband and said, it's time to die. Put your, put your bill on. <laughs> what you know about <laughs> So, so. Yeah. <laughs> that's y'all's red pill for the day. Um, mm. That's why big girls don't want no big men because they can't get to, and, and a lot of times, the bigger the man, the lesser the penis. We don't know a lot of fat men that have big penises. You don't mm. generally see the the fat men in, 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 the, in the adult entertainment industries i've never seen a big dude with a big thing i've never really? seen it okay. i've never seen it i've never seen it well never i've heard it. women say though uh big guys that uh you know they lose inches because their belly they do so when they lose weight like the women be like oh you know that was a nice surprise because i've heard no seriously i've heard <laughs> okay let's go because every Where time I get let's, let's let's just go i told oh, okay. you Let's go. Because I be wanting to know where you get your info from since you. Uh, <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'll just be on the internet. Since you prune today. Whatever. Baby, I, she be like, I'm a prude. And I be like. What it is, is I'm uptight. I'm very, I'm an uptight yeah, person. Yeah, that's what you so. need to say. You're not a prude. you just uptight. Like you. I'm very. <laughs> You're not approved. Anyway. Y'all heard you know what I thought about today. You know what I thought about you today. When we went to lunch last time, talking about you was going to leave if I ain't take a drink. And was. Peer pressure, boy. What you thought and about? was. I was like, <laughs> sure. you fucking drink, baby, I'm out. And was. I wasn't lying Anyways. either. Anyway, I'm, pray I'm for really, me. I am the peer pressure friend. I'd be like, you Yeah, it's too much. Too much. <laughs> Okay, so that's y'all's red pill for the day. They able to do this, walk right on up. The big man and the big woman, it's like two balls bouncing against each other. And you can't really get, it, it, it ain't no inner and outers like it's supposed to. So it's just two balls and the balls can't, you know what I mean? So that's why. So that's y'all's yeah. red pill. Okay. Yeah. Okay. For you, I have a question. What okay. if people, what if you weren't approved? Would it change anything if you weren't approved? Would it change anything as in what? I don't know if I understand the question. If if you woke up tomorrow and was like, okay, I'm not really approved, would that change anything? Um, about your personality, about your goings owns, about uh, the non-freaky shit, freaky shit that you do. Yeah. Would it change anything about your thought process if people yeah. was like, you are just not approved? That's just not who you are. Oh, would, would it change anything? anything about how other people perceive me or if I just how woke you up perceive and, you? Uh, um, 
it would change how I am. If I were not approved, it would change how I move. It would change. It would change how I move in my relationship and how open and free I am. I wouldn't be as uptight if I were not approved. I would be more free, more open, period, all the way around. So, yes, it would change me. Does that not make sense? It, I, I think what you think about you is what affects you the most. What we think about ourselves is what affects us the most. If people have a certain thought process about you, does it really change anything if they have the a thing is everybody you? who knows me intimately will call me approved. Like I didn't come up with this on myself. Like you did literally my behavior. I really thought you came up with it. Like at my wedding, they were calling me approved. And the like when they was giving a toast, I ain't hear that. No, when oh. um, <laughs> when like after we exchanged vows, like about us kissing, like and stuff like that. So I'm not like this isn't something that I created like as a part of my persona. I am approved. Like y'all just don't want because like out we have these conversations and we're talking about a variety of things. I'm not too stuck up to where I can't have a conversation about something, but my actions are what I'm like. Or, or what is a reflection of me being uptight. So, yeah. I know I look frozen, but I'm not. I was just like, oh. Like, Sagittarius are, are such skeptics. Like, if they not in the bedroom with you, they ain't gonna believe it. They just, so that's who they are. I'm used to it. Mm-hmm. Ask Kelsey. Uh, he t he calls me one too. The <laughs> if, definition. If that man is a wordsmith. He used to read the dictionary for fun, like just because. Yes, oh. he knows the definition of approved. Oh. Okay. Does he it. watch our show? Sometimes he he'll tune in. Sometimes he know. I told him that you don't believe I am, and he's like, why? I'm like, he I should watch know. the show. <laughs> Anyways, let's go. Let's go. Shout out to Dane. He says, so let me get this straight. People are saying that people are saying Terrence Crawford should abandon his family because his wife is overweight from birthing his six kids. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> if she's uh, not up to society standards as far as looks are concerned, she should be thrown away like they used to throw away the children that would come out um, disabled back in the day. If she gets mm -hmm. uh, ugly or something, she should not be loved. If she is not um, attractive, she does not deserve love. How um, should that work though? Like if a man, if he met you fit, but you bore his kids and that's the result of the weight loss, what 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 do you think should be? And, and your husband has a problem with it. What's the appropriate steps? If a man tried to be honest with you, this is the thing that women aren't willing to do. If you came in a certain way and your man generally came and told you, so let's say you, you started off it. I'll give you a prime example. I was fine as fuck before I got married. Fine, mm -hmm. fine, fine. You couldn't tell me shit. I put on a lot of weight. My husband was like, okay, this is not your most attractive. It's not your most attractive. You, you mm -hmm. were more attractive when I met you. I want you to lose some weight. 
me, I lost some weight. But Most is it different after you bear his kids? Like, I just had it, six it of your would, kids. It would. It, if This the is the thing. So mm -hmm. if you're saying that you can't lose weight after you have children, that's a lie. That's not uh, You can lose weight after you have children. Even if you mm -hmm. bore his six children. And you're supposed to be able to grow older together. You're supposed to be able to grow in whatever ways together. But if you are not attract, you want to be seen as attractive to your man. Mm -hmm. The problem is most of us will use that as an excuse or we'll say I had six children and use that as a crutch to say, I had, I had six of your children, so I shouldn't have to take care of my body. I had six of your children, so, um, I shouldn't have to worry about what I eat. I've had yeah. six of your children, so you should just accept me as I am because I had six of your children. If your man mm -hmm. um, was a millionaire and then decided that he wanted to work at McDonald's, we gonna sit over here and say, nigga, you was a millionaire when we started off. You need to make some fucking money. You can't just go work at McDonald's mm -hmm. because your job isn't fulfilling to you anymore. Most of us as women will say, just accept me as I am, love me as I am, because I love you as you are. But what women, what women also have to understand, our love is conditional as fuck. If we're not being provided for, protected in, loved in, um, respected in the same way, in the way that we feel like we should be these things, or we're not getting what we think that we deserve in our relationships, we don't treat me in the same way. We don't, uh, a, a lot well, of us kind of get in our feelings and do what it is that we think that we should, that we want to do because we're not getting what we want from our men. So then mm -hmm. if a man comes to you and say, well, you put on this amount of weight, you were more attractive then I loved you or I, I was way more attractive when you were this size he doesn't love me. He doesn't care for me. He should love me like this. I did this for him. I did this. No, y'all both got down. Y'all laid down in the bed. Y'all had sex. It does take a lot out of a woman to have a baby. And I don't negate that. I have, ch I have a child. It takes a lot out of us to have a child. But we wouldn't be the only women to have had children. And then there are women who have had children and have lost the weight. There are plenty of women who have had children and didn't keep the weight on. Plenty. There are plenty of women who have had children and say, fuck it. But we can't necessarily use that as a crutch. Um, we can't well, Let me say this last thing. It's, we, it's been over an hour and we do need yeah. to get into the topic. Um, I, I agree that even with having a child that, uh, you know, um, that if a, if a man, if your husband is, um, that it's important to still lose the weight, um, you know, and that if your husband came to you that, you know, you should be understanding of that, you know, um, attraction can, can fade if a person ain't, right. is not keeping up their physical appearance. And I'm certainly not on the side of take me as I am. I'm simply asking questions. Please, please yeah. don't excuse me. I mean, please don't get me wrong. And let me say this, my husband, absolutely you know has come to me and said okay babe we got to get back in the gym you know you going to work out with me you make time for everything else on your lunch break let's go and work out together 
you know, um, we're going to, you know, we don't have like, we don't eat like really bad, but he'll be like, okay, we're going to focus on our health with our diets. And, you know, so my husband, you know, has come to me, but I feel like, uh, I do feel like grace should be given. And yes, there are people who have had children and lost the weight, but having six children is certainly different than having one or even two. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's going to, you know, and that's not to say that it's not impossible. She's married to a boxer, so she should be able to get the resources that she need to aid, needs to aid her in losing the weight. I do think that it's important, you know, and if, if the husband was if something about the husband was the change in his physical appearance, he stopped caring about himself. He got out of shape. He, you know, let himself go. She should be able to voice that same concern to him as well. And he should respect it and address it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But like I said, a lot of us are kind of get caught up in, I did this for you and I loved you when you da 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 and you, you fucked. I mean, I, I got sick. Um, but we'll, we'll come up with every excuse and I mean, every damn excuse, but getting our ass in the gym and working out and really trying to get down to the bottom of, we'll mm -hmm. argue to what we blew in the face about how we, oh yeah. And we, we were offended. Most women are like highly offended at you even bringing up the fact that they've gained weight. And a man should be able to come to you and tell you that. Like, this is your life partner. This is the person you're supposed to spend the rest of your days with. And he can't say, babe, you know, like, I, I, I want you to get healthy. In addition, the most important part, y'all have six children. He needs you around. Those kids need you around. So, hell, yeah. he might just want you to be a check for the sake of him. His own, that, his own personal. Of course, that's yeah. part of it too. Yeah. The, the most important part to me as a mother would be being here for my children. I, I, I have a one-year-old. Me not taking care of my, we know how many issues are prevalent in the black community that are, you know, life-threatening. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, thank you so much for that, Dane. Uh, shout out to Narratives and Dialogue. He said, I am not worried about her size. I am not worried about her baggage for a man like this. Six kids and the focus is on his life and relationship with her. Um, shout out to you, uh, Narratives and Dialogue. We appreciate it. Yeah, uh, shout out to Queen Sunkiss. Oh, hey, girl. She said, <laughs> they fat too, so why we care? Queen Suck has been, she been on, she been cutting up. Baby, mm -hmm. Queen ain't gonna uh, mm -hmm. let him make it. Shout out mm -hmm. to Black Wealth and Power. Um, he says, every um, everyone knows the small hats run Hollywood, finance the banking system, pro sports, ownership, etc. Wanna go broke fast? Talk about that in public. She Exactly. But he didn't talk about it though. He didn't talk about it and still had to apologize and, and kiss the ring. If it's anything that's even a thought process about something that they did fucked up or wrong, they don't have that type of freedom anymore. And that's what we're getting down to the bottom of. There's no freedom there. Um, thank you so much for that, Black Wealth and Power. Shout out to Matt Wee Sports. He said Crawford's mom told him from birth he was nothing. He is with a BBW due to do to gynocratic abuse oh. making black a thirsty non-competitive is a gynocratic tactic so you um, get, how do you know all that man we sports like literally you psychoanalyze the man and why he chose the woman he chose but hmm. matt if he was gynocratically abused wouldn't that have made him more 
feminine and non-competitive. So if he was non-competitive, mm -hmm. he wouldn't be a boxing champion, would he? Did I fuck that up? He he's a boxing champion, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Ain't yeah. boxing like one of the most masculine? Mm -hmm. oh, okay. won several titles, I believe. Interesting. Um, now, I, I'm not saying that he wasn't abused in any way, shape, or form or fashion, but he had to have some masculinity training because of the sport that he's in and who he had to be around within that profession. Wow. And I believe it says they've been married for dang near 20 years. Like, man, look. <laughs> Come on. Uh, shout out to Andrew Wilkins. Oh my he said, fat chicks don't deserve to go to pound town. Y'all deserve the flimsy weak strokes. Oh. Get y'all's lazy asses in the gym. Oh. Wow. So, so they deserve to be made deserve, love to. Do fat men deserve the um, box? They say fat know. men don't deserve no cat. Is that what they say? <laughs> be so wild. I guess. Shout out to Maurice Clark. He says, big women feel they can do better than big men. It's the reason why they can't get along. Mm. Generally, they can, though. Generally, Ooh. they can. Oh, really? Generally, they can. Generally, big women have way more options in fucking than big men. A woman mm. can fuck way faster than a um than. A big woman can fuck faster than a skinny man. It's just what it is. And they can do better than um, big. Big women can do better than skinny men. Sorry. Not sorry. Truth as I know it. Say what? Oh. Let me say, child. Let me see. Let me get. First time seeing y'all a lady with the big hoop earrings. Sorry. Don't know your name. Oh, you. But you're on fire saying women's love is conditional. I've been saying that for years with black women trying to shout me down. Um, honey, that's Sister George, by the way. But uh, mm -hmm. thank you so much for your super chat. We definitely appreciate that. I, do, I absolutely think our love is conditional um, because I think everybody's love is conditional. There's no such thing as unconditional love. Like even your love to your children is conditional. I personally mm -hmm. believe that. That's that, interesting. Uh, yeah, I believe love is conditional for people. Literally, if your child is doing something crazy and off the wall, like people, you know, I think that people's love towards other human beings is conditional. Shout out sure. to John the Baptist. He said the the is important in a marriage is not the blank is important in a marriage. It's us, not the kids. Sorry. Help me out, John. The, thing the most important, important thing. Oh, oh, yeah. John, okay. I was having a stroke over here, child. <laughs> Thank <Okay>. you, John. <laughs> John, I was lost, honey. Thing. Now, what the hell it's did uh... the kids? Uh, I agree. It's it's the parents, not the kids. But it's important for the parents to take care of themselves so that they can be here to raise the children until adulthood, and then you know you've um completed your mission as it relates to the children for the most part yeah but let's get off into this topic because i don't have all day I actually yes have girl to let's go honey because yes. we'll be here all day yeah. all night um let's. 
Yeah. Yeah, we are going to talk about the queen maker <laughs> and why black men feel that she's leading black women astray, that her messaging, her agenda, that the information that she is, um, you know, regurgitating or the information that she's putting out there, you know, relating to the dynamics between black men and black women is leading black women astray that she told y'all she was going to lead y'all to the promised land, but she really leading y'all to the desert to be deserted and why they have such a problem with it. We know that sis has been on fire and, um, you know, she has been doing, you know, quite a few interviews and she, uh, a lot of her content has been, has been being shared across socials. And I've seen a lot of black men that have some very concerning comments about her messaging and what she's trying to do with this messaging. Um, I think that a lot of men will listen to a lot of her talking points. I think they get offended because, um, for one, she talks a lot against men, but she uses a lot of men, men's ideology, um, to validate a lot of her points. Um, I think the majority of the books that we've seen her, um, reference have all been authors, have all been authored by men, right? Would you, would you agree to that? Uh, she said that, that, okay. I mean, she showed like one or two books, but she said that she reads books that are authored by men to understand the psychology of men. Right. Um, so then, um, she has certain personas that I would say that we've seen from her from a pastor to a pimp um to a stud um <laughs> to a feminine woman mm -hmm. um we've seen a few different personas from her and mm -hmm. I think that men get offended because it looks like she's trying to present pseudo masculinity uh to women at least is what I've heard some men say um mm -hmm. men say well she hasn't been married for this, this, that, and the third. She has um, all kinds of opinions on this, this, that, and the third. She's not a man. She can't tell you what a man thinks. She can't tell you what a man feels. She doesn't really know men. She doesn't understand men. Um, she also, uh, her, her claim to fame is that men aren't capable of love. And she's oh, uh, yeah. authored books, uh, which... I, I did get the 41 shades of men. I haven't been able to read it yet, but mm -hmm. she's authored books. Um, she has, uh, the five components of love, which she also has a workshop for, which I did attend that workshop. And she also has authored two books, the 41 shades of men and the, the com five components of love. Mm -hmm. Um, but she doesn't think that men are capable of love. Um, she says that she studied men's psyche. She studied their psychology. Mm -hmm. Um, and, basically have studied them from a molecular level to where she's able to break down their nature and thought processes. A lot of men do not agree with um, a lot of her, most men don't agree with a lot of her ideologies. Yeah. We wanted, she's been blowing up on social media over these last few days, especially on YouTube. Um, men also think that she's pushing lesbianism, but she did say yeah. that she thought that all women were, bisexual 
She did say that. I forgot all about it. (laughs) I don't agree with that. That was quite a claim. That was quite a claim. You know what, though? From the very first interview that we had Priscilla on, we've had her on twice. Um, The very first interview that we had her on, the men said from jump that they they questioned her sexuality from jump and said she was trying to lead us, you know, to the alphabet community and with with some of her messaging. And I was like, "Ah, you know, she just uh, a woman who, you know, is interested in the psyche of men and is studying this this, you know, game, so to speak. And, um, you know, she I, I didn't see that. But men in our chat, I mean, that's all they were. That was a common comment in our chat um, during our very first interview. And this was before she had come out. Yes. Yes. Um, so this was before she came out. But, um, you know, a lot of men have a lot of issues with what she's saying. They think that she's leading women astray because she's leading mm-hmm. women to build on their own. She's trying to teach women how to rely on each other. Um, She is going a lot off of the things that's being said by women on social media um, as it pertains to black men. Black, a lot of black men have gotten on social media and said that they're not attracted to black women. They're going overseas to get their passports. They're saying that women aren't feminine. Um, women don't know how to be women nowadays. Women can't also raise children. Um, women don't have a fem- a feminine vibe. Women aren't feminine. Women are too caught up in trying to be masculine and trying to be more like men. And so a lot of black men have a problem with how um, women are in general. So I think she's kind of been like the anti um, shit. She's the anti, she's anti, the anti-mental sphere. If for lack of better words, yeah. I think of a better word to describe it, but um, she's pro, um, she doesn't believe that women should be in competition with each other. Um, she thinks that women should be building together and to get society back in its rightful, uh, according to her, in its rightful order, where women yeah. are leaders and men are essentially the workers. Yeah. And um, I, yeah, and we're not claiming that she supports the alphabet community. That's just, that was what was being alleged. No, actually, actually, she was asked this on our last interview and what she did say um, as far as the alphabet community that she does not support the alphabet yeah. community. Um, I yeah, just wanted to clear that up, that that's not what we were alleging, that we were yeah. saying men in the comments right. were stating similar um, beliefs regarding her. But um, you ready? So um, what we wanted to do was to pull up her Charleston White interview and kind of have a look at that. Um, this morning, I did some review of the interview and I'll tell you guys the first 51 minutes, I'll start at the 50 minute mark when we start this. Um, the first 51 minutes is basically, I think her and Charleston White agreed on a lot of points. They agreed on a lot of things that are happening in the black community. Um, they agreed on a lot of the psychology within the black community, meaning a lot about the music, the hip hop, um, what's being taught to our children, how everybody's being brought up now. They agreed on a lot of those things initially. Um, I kind of wanted to get off into the things that they disagreed on 
and kind of do a breakdown of that. And so um, that's why we're going to start toward the middle. I will drop the link to this interview in the chat so you guys can go take a look at the full interview yourselves. Hold on and let me share. Let me share this for you guys. I don't I want to copy this link. So I'm going to share this link in the chat just in case you guys want to go check it out. You can go uh, check out that and, you know, y'all have it as a reference um, to check it out. I did watch her interview with the saint in the center. Um, to tell you, I watched that interview with the saint in the center. And to be honest with you, I was probably more disappointed in saint than I was more disappointed in the saint in the center because the saint in the center did more talking around bullshit. They couldn't even have a full dialogue because he was focused on semantics within that conversation. Who was talking over who? Who had the chance to talk? Who talked for a long time? Who talked for this time? Mm -hmm. They did more of that than actually having a conversation and him as an interviewer, <coughs> excuse me, him as an interviewer and as a host of the show, there's a better way to have dialogue and conversation. They did too much of the bullshit, so they couldn't get down to the meat and potatoes of that conversation versus what the name calling and the little silly shit like that. The interview could have been very productive. It ended up being more silly and it was silly. It was silly. Then yeah. it was productive. And I felt like, um, I don't think the saint in the center is an unintelligent man. I think the saint in the center is a very intelligent man. I don't take that away from him, but the way that that interview was conducted, I thought that that interview was horrible. And I was like, this shit was nothing but a waste of time. And I was actually mad that I wasted my few minutes trying to watch it because all they did was debate on, well, I was talking and you're trying to interrupt and I was talking and you're trying to interrupt and you had this time and I gave you this time and you didn't say this and you're this and you're a duty. It, it was more like you're a duty head and you're a lesbian and you don't like it. It, it didn't get down to the actual talking points and Hatch Dragon, I absolutely agree. He was far more emotional in that debate than she was far more emotional. Um, and yeah, I, I, um, I didn't enjoy that. I, I didn't enjoy it at all. I've seen her have more intelligent conversations. Matter of fact, the conversation that we're about to play now, um, with her versus Charleston white, um, was a better example of a debate than what I saw on Saint in the center. Saint in the center was more of a name calling shit. I just, I, I didn't like that. So yeah. Um, yeah, that was bullshit. So let me present share screen, Charleston white, bam, take that off. Okay, so shout out to Zulu Wilson, excuse me, Zulu Vision. Baby, I, can, I need glasses real bad, real bad. So shout out to Zulu Vision for this. Um, Zulu Vision uh, posted the whole interview and we're going to check it out. Okay, y'all ready? All right. Um, like I said, they do the introductions. We're going to start off at the 50 minute mark. So yeah. 
women. Some women are meant to be fucked on. Some women yes. need their ass kicked. Wait Some a minute. I want to start it a little bit before that because I'll the start off the at the 45-minute oh. mark. When and the then... war started, killing and raping is a part of the war. Jesus. That come but, with it. But Okay, maybe a little bit before that because Curlin came in and told me... Uh... Okay. Oh, we were running trains from the ideologies of the music. Hey, we want some pussy. Mm -hmm. Me and my homies like to play this game. But there's a part that says every time it gets to me, I was shit out of luck because I stick my dick in and it will get stuck. Mm -hmm. The girl will say, stop. I say I'm not. So at this time, when I'm making these videos, I'm actually working on children rape cases. Boys who running trains, you know, recording it. The girl. So uh, I was teaching from a, from a standpoint, uh, and I use vulgar vulgarity. Yeah. So uh, no, nah, I ain't never done it. I ain't never been accused of it. Uh, but I was talking about white women. So and, and I'm not, sensationalism. Man, uh, well, I chose satire and shock jocking. So, so just like Priscilla, uh, man, I went to I went to college and I studied what satire was, what a shock jock was to doing public speakings. Uh, man, I want to be mean to white people. I ain't give a fuck about yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't rape white, and I went downtown. I went downtown too, and said the same thing. I can't wait till we start raping white bitches. Like so, but I'm taking everything to what the rapper said and taking everything back to slavery. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Now I do have to say this as a disclaimer. I do have to say this as a disclaimer. I think there are some points that everybody can agree with, with Charleston White on some points, some points. I don't think every, nobody agrees with uh, saying this shit, this type of shit out loud. Yeah. I don't, I, I would not put that on the black manosphere. I don't want you guys to put that on the black manosphere. The black manosphere yeah. does not have this ideology. They don't preach this ideology. So, no one is endorsing Charleston White. Like, come on. No. Please. Now, that being said, that being said, nobody's endorsing Charleston White. Nobody. Um, the Black Manosphere doesn't generally endorse Charleston White, but Charleston White will have, um, it's like a clock, a broken clock being right twice, twice a day. And I think we, everybody, men and women included, because Charleston White will say certain things that pertain to the black community that I think that we can all agree with. Um, our music does have a, 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 a violent, um, rap music has a violent tendency. Um, rap music is violent. Um, the shit that we're seeing on TV is uh, a lot of violence. Um, how we're portrayed in the media is to be a violent people. Um, we're not put out as a good group of people as a moral people, as we once were presented as. We're all demonized to the, in this day and age. And I think he does speak to a lot of points that some of us will agree with, but I'm going to say this again and again. I don't think the Black Manosphere endorses this, this rhetoric. I've never heard men in the Manosphere endorse this rhetoric. I don't want y'all to put that off on the men in the Manosphere. Um, yeah so i kind of feel like it's important to put that out there because y'all is this your leader the men in the manosphere don't necessarily endorse charleston white either but they do agree with certain aspects of his ideology as do i certain aspects of his ideology i do agree with aspects of princella's ideology 
I do agree with certain aspects. I'll reserve my comment for when I hear it. But um, yeah, I agree that, you know, the manosphere, I've never heard the manosphere endorse Charleston White. Like, of yeah. course, they're going to have some um, common, some things, they might have some common talking points, but my husband is conscious and he, there are certain things that come from the manosphere that he also agrees with that he's been saying since I met him and he does not listen to anybody in the manosphere so just as a black man their experiences right. are there's going to be some similarities exactly exactly so just to kind of put that out there because you know people oh the manosphere agrees with that no 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 we ain't gonna put that off on them yeah um so just to get that out there first period uh uh i, I was being real mean to white people but I ain't seen no nigga that, that had the heart to do that. And I wanted to be that nigga that'll be brave enough to go say, yeah, I done raped some white women. And I knew by me saying all these horrible things, it's going to make people look. You can't find one accusation, one video. So uh, I wanted to be what the niggas is to white folks. Ultimately, turning around, and have to fight my own people. Because I'm saying, why would black people be offended by me specifically saying white women? And then when I break it down, see, they won't never play the whole video where I break it down and talk about most boys are taught to rape because this is a rape culture. Look at the movies Fifty Shades of Grey. Look at porn. So we're taught this as little boys. Say, come on, nigga, let's run a train on them. We don't know to properly ask for sex. So we're having sex at such an early age. Uh, we're taught to get the girl drunk. That's rape in real life. Coercion for sex is rape. So we're taught all this as a boy. I'm a man saying this is what we did as kids, homie. We really were raping. But we moved into the white people neighborhoods doing this. We don't. She like me. But everybody go fuck. Just how we do. These niggas just don't want to admit it. I came to the minute doing what she did, admitting the faults of men. These are the faults of men. Have I ever done it? No. But I act like I have. I act like I didn't kill somebody. I ain't never killed nobody. So what I wanted to show as well was the hypocrisy. I killed the white man. And there's real evidence that I served time for murder. Documentation, you know what they say? Ah, you ain't never killed nobody. I raped white bitches. Yeah, yeah, you raped white bitches. How can you believe one and not the other when one has proof and documentation and the other has nothing? So this is what they say. Well, he admitted to it. What fool will admit to rape? And they still locking Bill Cosby up from 1969. So, yeah, now uh, I, I use that. Uh, I don't apologize for it. Uh, yeah, now I do it again if I had to start all over. Princess, I like to get a response. Oh, of course. You know, I've been waiting on this because this, this is the main thing I want to. Yes. This is the main thing I want to address because one, here's the thing, you know, just as well as we all know about male nature, you ain't got to tell a male to do nothing like that because it's already in his nature. So as a figure, as a person who has the intelligence that you have, the 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 uh, ability to draw people that you have, these dudes looking for you to be their daddy, and you get out here and be like, yeah, I rape white bitches. I rape, I rape. These dudes are waiting on the opportunity to take advantage. And let me tell you something. I was hoping they'd yeah. do it to white women. Yeah. When, I, when I said it, I was really yeah. egging niggas yeah. on to go get white women because I'm sick. Yeah, nigga, y'all yeah. doing it to the sisters. Yeah. Go do to them white hoes and them messing with y'all do to these sisters. See, that 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 don't work because all these women are women. We, we under, we're under a patriarchal society where women, where men are standing on women's neck. So men are running this. This is a system. This is a game between men and men. And all of this stuff is hurting women and the planet by men doing the things that y'all are doing and then we're we're promoting this as a leader you have to be responsible with your words oh uh, i ain't no yeah. motherfucking leader i'm a nigga on the internet trying to get some goddamn money oh uh, yes now if you make me your leader and you go yeah. rape a white bitch fuck you in that white bitch i, I don't love all yeah. women i don't yeah. give a fuck about all women nigga i don't give a fuck if a white a white bitch come up rape 
And at the time, I was really, I was revolutionized. I was really trying to amp my niggas up. Let's kill white folk. Let's rape white women because I want to do to them what they done to us. I really meant that at the time. And I know when the revolution jump off, when the war started, killing and raping is a part of the war. Jesus. That come with it. But but see, you see what I'm saying? This is this shit, ain't, yeah, this, ain't no, this ain't no this ain't no race. And it's just to get back at white folks. Yeah, this, this, this ain't no race war because guess what? You see how they laughing? You. Let me ask you this as a pro-black conscious woman. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on, on that? Um, I think that, you know, the thing is, uh, what I, I, Charleston is a minstrel to me. Um, and I think that his messaging is very harmful because what he's not looking at and then him saying, you know, he was pro-black. He, he was doing this uh, in hopes that black men would follow, in his, follow what he was saying and, and harm white women. Um, those are, that's the narrative that's been pushed about black men already, that black men are rapists and that they will assault and that they don't have control over themselves and that they're animalistic and uh, very low vibrational. So to even if, if it was, you know, for a quick book to uh, troll and to do satire and, you know, do it though, as if it is your honest thoughts and know that you have a platform, that you have a, a large following um, is very destructive. And I think that it's harmful. And the thing is, um, Prince Ella said that all men behave like this. Now he's admitted that this is satire and he is, you know, was doing, he, you know, doing this for whatever his reasons were, but she said that all men, you know, behave like this and that this is who they are. And that's why when he, that's why he has such a strong following and that's why they were chomping at the bit to be a part of what he was creating because this is how they truly feel. I want to know your thoughts. Do you think that Charleston White is representative in this satire clown behavior that he was engaging in is representative of all black men? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, I think that you do have, you have bad men and you have bad women. I think you have all races, colors, genders, you have bad people. Um, I don't think that the majority of black men are going around um, uh, raping and pillaging and fucking people over. I don't think that's the majority of the human race, period. I think um, as they break down the, the, as they break this down, you'll kind of get more of a, of a scope of um, the things that I would want to illustrate, but I think there's a such thing as bad people. I think the, just like you have uh, men that molest and rape, you also have women um, that do the same things. And we as a society have been taught um, and have been, uh, we've also been conditioned that all of these things come from men and that men do these things. Women don't do these things. These This is what men do. And we're finding out day in and day out that you also have women that are capable of some of the same behaviors and not even as harshly harshly penalized. Um, we're not penalized the same because we are women. But um, I think there are bad uh, people in general. I don't think it's the majority of black men. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's the I don't think it's the majority of, of humans anyway. I, I do think you have a subsection of humans that do. I, I do. I think the number is rising. 
Yes, I think there's going to be, um, we talked about this before, there's proof out there. There's um, violence going against, rising against women in major cities. We've uh, showed a new, we've showed newscasts. We, we've talked about this in depth. There are, violence against women is raising, especially yeah, if you're it in a is. major Almost city. Almost 10% nationally in some smaller subsections where they're heavily populated by melanated people, um, up to 40%. So we know that violence is on the rise. We're not, we're not being obtuse. We know that it exists, but just to say that this is all men, I think that that's a far reach. Um, I don't see Charleston White's behavior and the antics that he is displaying as reflective of all black men. Um, but yeah, there will be some people that are naive enough to follow in behind him. Um, I don't know if he's influential enough to um, result in people actually taken to action because of some of the things he said, but I wouldn't doubt it. Um, but I don't think that he's reflective of all black men. I, I wouldn't say that. Mm -mm. Yeah. See how when he say let's kill, let's rape, baby, that's what they support. And so women are in danger. All women are in danger. I don't give a damn if it's a white woman, black woman. They all ready to do that shit to you, me, your kids. They don't care about no damn color. And so all they want is to nah, hear. Nah, ain't gonna rape no white yeah, bitch. They yeah. scared to rape a white. No, nah, they gonna rape everybody because you know what? Big mouth out there. I don't know if anybody know what happened in Somalia, right? They gave them soldiers cot. They wanted to. They wanted to take over some land and 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 and, and destroy another territory. They took those men. They gave them cot to chew. Put it in their mouth drove their sex urges up and told them this is what you do to be a real man baby when they when they got their testosterone up baby they went and raped kids dogs men women and it was so bad over there so i'm telling you these men that's what they want now they're gonna rape no white bitch. they may they fuck on a little girl they nigga, one thing i know about these niggas in america they ain't finna do nothing to no white person especially not no white bitch. these niggas is too scared of white folk no no they'll do everything in the black community and i'm saying okay nigga, if y'all want to do this let's go across the railroad tracks and do it let's make some songs talking about raping the white bitch y'all got songs talking about putting the money in the girl drink so let's make us some songs talking about killing white babies y'all got songs talking about killing our baby smoking on tuka let's smoke on some white babies they let's smoke it. on some white yeah let's say fuck yeah so i'm with that shit because i understand uh we are a nation of people not a race of people uh, I don't give a fuck about the race. I care about my kind that's within the nation. Uh, I know there was a faction of the Black Panther Party. Them niggas went out and became serial rapists. Uh, raping and fucking oh, and killing is just part of the man's nation. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Raping and killing is just part of the man's nation. I told nation. you. I told you. It's, it's part of their nature. So why when you think they come in your house, you got them around your kids? See, these men keep telling you we visual. No, nah, niggas ain't turned on by kids. No, it's no, a, no, it's, no. It's no. Something, nigga, I know a bunch of niggas. Now, it's a bunch of niggas freaky in the motherfucker, but they ain't gonna touch no baby. Hold on, hold on, look. Check. The male don't have no moral compass. He's don't he don't have an internal moral compass. Oh, sure he, he wake does. up. He wake up. Well, 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 let me uh -huh. just say this. He may not have a moral compass, but he develops one when he's in the right environment. Right now, like I said, there are going to be things that you're going to uh, probably agree with Charleston on. There are probably going to be some things that y'all are going to agree with Princella on when it comes down to having a moral compass. Um. If men didn't have a moral compass, what would the state of women be if men didn't have a moral compass? And if men wanted to do whatever it was they could do to women, what makes you think that men couldn't do um, these things if that's what they wanted to do? So it has to be something in a man that stops him from doing what he, if you're saying that's what he wants to do, then it has to be something to stop a man. And if this was the, 
uh the totality of men and that's what they wanted to do then there would have to be something that's stopping a man from doing it and yeah if men are the uh dominant society and men aren't doing these things it's because they don't want to it's not because they can't um you think about it men are stronger than women men are stronger than women men have the physical capabilities to basically do whatever they want to do to us the the majority of men are are stronger than the majority of women if men wanted to fuck us up in bad ways they could what stops a man um so i do think that a lot of men of course have they have to have a moral compass because other other than that what would stop them what do you think about that concrete um yeah i I completely disagree that men don't have a moral compass and to say that they're acting, you know, you know, they're acting on these biological urges that are innately within them. Um, I I disagree with that. I, I don't know how one would be able to make that argument when the majority, overwhelming of majority of men are not committing crimes. Overwhelming majority of black men aren't even committing crimes. Like really and truly, if you look at the the data, the overwhelming majority of black men aren't committing, you know, um, aren't committing, you know, heinous crimes or crimes against persons. Um, so I think that that right there is proof enough that. Um, that that's that's not true. But in addition to that, even when she highlights the these um, people in Somalia, men in Somalia, they, they literally were inebriated. Like they gave them something to increase their sexual urges. They were given a drug to increase their sexual urges, which um, changed their normal behavior. Then they went out and per her example, started to grape and, you know, started to do harmful things under the influence of something. That means that that's not their biological imperative. That's not their, their normal state because they had to be drug induced in order to perform these horrible acts. Um, mammies are dangerous. She said they do every 5.5 hours. Fear of prison is what stops them. But mammies are dangerous. This is the thing, though. You have to have men that are going to lock up other men for these crimes. Mm -hmm. And if the majority of the men had this thought process, or if all men had this thought process, there would not be a prison because this wouldn't be punishable by law if men thought that um they would be able to be violent against women and get away mm -hmm. like if men had the same thought process there would this violence against women wouldn't be a crime you okay. have certain places that are a patriot america is not a patriarchal society mm -hmm. um to me um because we do have laws in pr place that protect women if you go to places that are a true patriarchy, let's talk about Muslim countries where uh, they have laws that are in place that benefit the men that work in men's favor. Uh, like the woman going to jail for raising her voice at a man. You think in America that a woman's going to actually go to jail for raising her voice at a man? When men are in control, then they control the women. The women have to do what they're told. Women don't get a thought process. Women don't get a say. Women are not free. That's a real patriarchal society in America. Um, fear of prison. We do have laws in place that protect women. Um, but even as it pertains to black women, um, 
I don't necessarily think it's fear that's stopping a man um, from doing what it is that they're doing um, when it comes down to black women because black women, excuse me, black men aren't even black women aren't necessarily worried about about uh from the dominant society black women aren't uh aren't a concern of dominant of the dominant society um people aren't rushing to our aid and rushing to try to help us in our communities uh people don't do anything but try to poison the black community and as it pertains to black women when black women talk about how unprotected they are um how nobody cares about black women uh, the people that don't care includes white people and other races of people that don't care about black women. Black women aren't thought about like that. So, yeah, I I, I think that, um, you know, the whole they do every 5.5 hours. We're not saying that there's not a threat against women. There There is a threat against women. Um, I think that some people, some men behave in a very low vibrational way and um I think that um, I think that we have free will. <laughs> That's my belief. You know, some may agree, disagree, but I think that we have free will, and I think that in exercising that free will, that there are certain men who do engage in these um, deplorable behaviors and these acts commit acts you know acts of violence against women. We're not saying that. I think that we're arguing that it's not the majority of men. And um, I think that, you know, having prison in place, having laws in place, you know, that does, um, that that can be a deterrent. But um, the thing is, there's so much information that is out that most, it doesn't even take a rocket, you, you know, most crimes aren't solved, um, especially like, and there's very low priority to uh, crimes outside of murder in most places, in most cities, because they're overwhelmed. Detectives are overwhelmed with their caseloads. Most crime, like there's a high percentage of crimes that are not solved. So if a man really wanted to, I don't think that the law or threat of jail, if he's a rapist and that's his biological imperative, maybe the law ain't stopping him. It ain't gonna stop him. Rex. Okay. Let's continue. Hey, because I grew up believing raping and killing was cool. I've never done it. I believe raping and killing was cool. And you still do. I, I don't do it. I believe it should be done in retribution. I believe whatever was done to black people in America, they should do it to everybody else. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. I'm 46 years old, and I've been preaching this since I was a kid. I ain't raped nobody. I ain't molested nobody. I've been around a lot of niggas that spend 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31 years incarcerated, locked up since they was 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, and they ain't never raped or molested a baby. So they have to have some type of comp, something that governs them. Well, they, they work around women. We in the strip club every night, touching whole pussy, and we've never been accused well, of then you, then, but, but that goes against the numbers that's out here with all of these girls. But it, getting, it's white men numbers, though. When you look at the statistical no, rape value, it's white men. It no, ain't niggas. no, because let's, let's keep it a book, because we know that black folks were sweeping this shit under under the rug. You got chest to chest of child molesting. Yeah, the them hoes were yeah, touching yeah, on yeah, that dick, too. Yeah. Them little boys, seven years old, that grown man dick. Women been molesting, too. What happens in our house stays in our house culture. All that, all that. So let's keep it a book. 
but, 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 but it, 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 it was more women doing, it was more women facilitate molestation than it was the man. Well, the woman overlooking, the woman overlooking. We not gonna put all this on the man. Because Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Marcus Garvey, man, none of these people have been accused of abusing women. Yeah, we fuck a lot of women, but we ain't abusing women. Some women are meant to be fucked on. Some women need their ass kicked. Some women need their pussy cooked. Some women need to be, they need. You know why? Because all women ain't women. It's some bitches. It's some hoes. It's some ladies. And you have to know how, just like she can identify these circles. Don't, I'm telling boy, you better not look at all girls and females and think they're a woman. Bitch, prove to me you're a woman. You telling, listen, you telling this to people who don't even know how to decode a facial expression. Listen, scientific studies show that the male can't even determine if a woman trying to attract him or not. Man, listen, listen. 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 So this, they tell you, they tell boys, don't hit girls back. I've been whispering in my son here, go hit her back. Hit her, she hit you, you hit her back. And that's why you got to stay away from males. You that's got why to, you got to stay in a woman's place. You got to separate. That's why you don't live with them. That's why you don't live with them. Quiet and don't talk back to a man. Quiet and don't talk back to a man. Because all the women before me that I saw gracefully, those were those kind of women. Her grace and 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 her her essence of a woman will shut his motherfucking ass up. When the essence of a real woman come around, niggas pull their pants up, say, man, don't do that in front of her. Then it's naturally what we've done it because her presence of a woman, a bitch won't get that response. Oh, wait, wait, a hoe won't get that response. That woman that made her son kill her was a bitch. That one, that man with that 14, that was a bitch. Arguing back and forth with a man. I would have watched my mama remove herself out of the presence of a disrespectful boy playing like he a man. Wouldn't even respond to him. But a bitch got something to say back. A woman removes herself. There's certain things that a lady ain't go do. And when a lady walk into a room, men straighten up. I swear. Now, what are your thoughts on that? Um, so he's talking about the Carlisha Hood incident, it sounds like. Uh-huh. Now, for, for, for one, um, I'm not taking advice from Charleston on how a woman conducts herself. However, as a mother, as a woman, um, as a wife, um, knowing my importance to people who love me, um, I would have absolutely removed myself. If a man bucks up to me, um, if... You know, it, it's, it, you know, if unless he's threatening my life and that means that I have to take action, um, I'm going to remove myself. Um, I'm going to uh, I have the forethought to think about how this can end and how even if I didn't think my child had access to my you know what, um, I don't want him to see me being pummeled. And I know that that is a possible outcome. Um, so he has a point i just am not taking advice from him regarding how a woman it's should not about taking advice from him hold on, hold on hold on hold on he doesn't conduct himself in the way that i believe a man should conduct himself so i i i i, I agree with the point that's being made but it, he literally is saying what a woman would do and what a bitch would do and that's kind of like i don't look to him as a um as a, a thought leader regarding how women should conduct themselves. That's what I'm trying to say. Go ahead. I look at it like this. Um, I'm not looking at Charleston White's personal. Um, I'm not looking tr- at Charleston White as the person. I'm looking at Charleston White's points. And the point that a lot of men have made is how women will respond to a man in those types of situations. A lot of men agree with that point that he just made mm-hmm. uh, charleston white i think charleston white's a piece of trash like i said a broken clock is uh right, right. twice a day 
for sure. So I don't look at uh, Charleston White and think that Charleston White is a thought leader on anything. But I'll take um, how I'm looking at it is when it comes down to uh, certain talking points that men agree on. I just kind of want us to break down the talking points um, versus sure. like it like because Charleston White has said some very, very ignorant shit. Charleston White Clearly. is going to continue to say some very ignorant mm -hmm. shit. Let's look at the twice. The, let's look at the points to where. Well, it's important for me to leave with that caveat because um, already he's that. defining. Huh? I thought we already did that, and that was the point. Yeah, you did that. You highlighted the that fact, but it's because in that specific moment, he was highlighting what he feels a late how a lady would um conduct herself versus a bitch. And for me, it was important for me to leave with that caveat before I responded to the question from a person who seconds ago, merely seconds ago, is wishing that black men would go and grape white women and harm what, like uh, to send somebody out to do and, and harm that he himself wouldn't do, harm that he wouldn't engage in. He's bragging about the fact that he's never done it, but you are hoping that other black men would do it. Like you, anyway, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Bars are misbehaved, but men straighten up. Now we talk about the effect and we still get away from the cause. So now we just agreed earlier that women are kept out of the knowledge of a male. I done went down through the science of the things that women don't know about men. And women have been conditioned under patriarchy to let, to let, and to let men do this, let men do that, support male degeneracy. So if we ain't gonna if we're not gonna attack the root of the issue, talking about like what people doing, said, he my sorry motherfucker. <laughs> she happy with why you want to change the dynamics of the okay. Man? So okay, so what we what we talking about? If we okay, we can't speak out of both sides of the neck. Women got to do what? that, but it's okay. My but, woman accept my so, dinner. So so so, 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 so what, 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 this, this is what I'm hearing. It's all the man's fault. No, it's no. I told you earlier. It ain't no it. Be, the people in this system are victims of this, the male and the female, because this goes against both the male. Would you agree with that ideology um, as it pertains to men and women? What? I'm sorry. What, what that ideology? we're both victims of this system. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Okay. She says that we're 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 men and women are both victims of this system. Um, and go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No way. I'm I'm actually surprised for her to acknowledge that men are also victims of the system. I'm kind of surprised to hear her say that. Um, she said would that you on one of though? our shows? She says so many. First of all, when Priscilla is on, she talks so fast that it's kind of hard. I, mean, I could have missed it. But um, would you agree? She said, absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think um, I think one of the main uh thought processes is up. Thought processes of our platform in general is that we've both been fucked over by a system. We need to come together as opposed to fighting and arguing and trying to yes. uh, come against each other. But we need to more so come together. And I think mm -hmm. that's been a big component of our platform because we see the fucked up, fuck up, fucked upness on both sides of the fence. We see yeah. where men are fucked up. We see where women are fucked up. And we haven't had a problem with identifying where both have been fucked up or where we feel both have been fucked up at. So I, I think that's been one of the main things um, about our platform. And female nature. Who did this? First of all, the average male is not the creator of patriarchy. Y'all didn't create the religions. Neither did the woman. I don't so, believe in religions. I don't believe read religions. Hold on. I don't, but who so do, this is what I'm saying. This ain't about you, Charleston. But, but, but this is about the public. But, 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 but,
So if 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 they happy, why we need to change it? Or if they're not happy, why should we change, right? Why should we change? So we like dysfunction? Are, 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 we try, are, are you sending people to jail because you want to change something? Or you just like putting niggas in jail because it's fun? I just like putting niggas in jail because it's fun. So you ain't got no real, no. you ain't got no real, so what's the point of you even talking to little boys and, and, and raising them? What's the point? That's fun too? Uh, to help them make it through prison? Well, why? Why, why, why would you uh, change? Why would you even care because, about them making it through prison? I was a kid going to prison. Yeah, but what that got to do with it? So I don't care about grown folk. Yeah. I don't care what happened to grown folk. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about grown See, folk. that's the difference. See, I was called to work with kids because I was a kid that mm-hmm. wanted to kill and rape and do all this stuff and never got to do it. Mm-hmm. And never got to do it. So I go work with the kids just doing it because I got to tell them, nigga, you going to prison. You go do this. Mm-hmm. So he can make it through prison and turn into a Charleston White. Mm-hmm. Well, a Charleston White that care about uh I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about nothing. I don't care about the refinement of the black man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prison is very necessary. Listen, I don't care about half the shit I talk about. It's just good content. I care about the shit that I do in real life. Teach and work with kids that don't really kill people. See, I fuck with the real killers. I'm just online bullshit. The shit I talk about online, the shit I do in real life, I don't come speak online about it. This shit is entertaining and content for me. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what happened to black people. I don't give a fuck with black woman getting raped brutally by ten white men. I wouldn't oh. give a fuck. I, I, I wouldn't give a fuck. It's not my bitch. I only care about the bitch. I'm fucking. But my see, wife the, and mother, but I don't give a fuck about the world. Girl, you know what? Um, when I say I'm nauseous. No, Charleston talks out of both sides of his neck, though. Like, I literally, if you listen to him just moments ago, everything he was pre uh, talking about, I, I have down here to ask you, do you believe that he's pro black? <laughs> Excuse me, because he was coming from a very pro black stance, yeah. Because you know, we, we need to like we're talking about retribution and what regarding what happened to us in slavery and stuff like that, and then he switches to I don't give a you know, like he talks out of both sides of his neck, and that's the problem. Like, when you are a troll, now we do a little trolling and a little playing and stuff like that on our on our from time to time we do that but um to be a troll and to have built your your socials off of trolling it's kind of hard to have consistent messaging because you're always just trying to get 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 people's goat and when you're trying to get people's goat you might contradict yourself so he he's talking out of both sides of his neck this isn't uh, me putting on a cape. This is me saying that he's full of shit. Like, what are you? I think she's talking about both of us. Nobody's caping for Charleston White mamas. Nobody. Nobody is caping for Charleston White. Um, matter of fact, I this shit should make you nauseous. Um, and who are we defending? See, this is the shit we just we we literally got on this motherfucker and said exactly what the fuck our thought process was. This is the type of shit that pisses us off. Nobody's defending Charleston White, darling. There are points that Charleston White is going to make about the black community that you also agree with, that you also agree with. Um, Charleston White does not always speak positively of the black community. You agree with some of the shit he said, especially if it's a negative thing about the black men. You agree with everything negative about black men, so you also agree with some of his fucking talking points. You will put on the case to talking shit. And not one time. I mean, let her let her get it off because we just said we want people to be able to express themselves. But not one time have we defended um, Charleston. Like, don't, you don't have to lie and create this narrative. We have not defended him not once. So I don't know what she's talking about with that. But go ahead, rock, rock out. Probably some goddamn eighteen-year-old girl. I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. Y'all get somewhere and sit down. 
Ladies, I told you that. I told you that women are commodities to men and they mark their territory. Yeah, and all they do we is collect you. And if you if you don't, if you're not somebody they own, they don't give a damn about you. I keep telling y'all men are Man, incapable I, I, of love. I don't they wife. can't they incapable. I don't, think I don't, my wife. I don't I, dictate nothing. To her. I'm not and my thing is is this. I'm not really tripping about nothing he's saying because all it does is tell you the truth about what I've already told and you. I've been he's telling y'all a man is gonna be a man. He cannot not be a man. So is there resolution? It ain't no resolution. Ain't no resolution. It ain't no resolution. First of all, it ain't women's job to try to fix this. What your job as a woman is is to recognize what he's saying is the truth, and you act accordingly. That's don't try it. to change his mind. Yeah. Don't don't try to reason with him. Let him say, and he's telling you the truth. He's telling you how they are. He's telling you how they think. I told you men are incapable of love. Stop trying to make them love. Let no, that's not true. Now, no, that's not true. No, Dr. King, saying, Dr. King and loved that? the shit out of Coretta no, Scott. No. And he fucked like a motherfucker. And that, that woman never this, came and spoke out one bad word about this fucking preacher. We ain't saying nothing about plenty. Hold on, I'm, I'm just breaking down. Men are capable of loving because they're humans, and all humans are capable of love. All humans are capable of change. Do we agree if they that love place is the highest in the right environment. Come on now. Listen, listen, because if man is not capable of love, then me and Kevin Gates will be enemies today. He conquered me with love. His loving response to me conquered my hate. I would be in hateful. Saying he got fucked and raped. That man conquered me with love, a oh, man. Okay. We've the best of friends now, cause he the first nigga to conquer a nigga with love. Now hold on. I love you. Hold on, God. hold on, hold on. Now what he said earlier, earlier. He said, I, but hold on. Let, just watch the video. He said that's what got me. I still wanted to be mean to the nigga. Now we just got finished listening to I don't give a fuck. We can rape all these women. Hold on, we can kill white them. Women. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen, see, see that's what they don't want to stick with. I'm saying white women, rape, rape, white women. I don't give a fuck about black women. I care about the women I know. Care about the women I know. Y'all, listen, y'all hearing at your own earlier. He said. Sell. Love is the highest frequency. Sex and food is at the survival, animalistic level. The male is incapable. I don't care what come out their mouth. Kill, rape, I don't give a fuck. Sex and food, I don't care what they say. I don't care what you say. Y'all, yeah. this is a woman with no man, though. Yeah. Don't You're talk damn to right. them women with a man. That's right. Don't talk that's to right. them women that's, with a man. That's right. I saw mothers who were married 40, 50 years. You talking to a woman with no man. Exactly. Trying, listen, she's on the sideline. <laughs> See, it's like this here. <laughs> Fellas, we on the field playing the game. She in the stands watching, and she been watching this game all her life. She never got to play, so she can't really tell y'all how to play. She cannot diagnose her because she ain't on the field. <laughs> she don't know what it's like when her dick get hard. <laughs> she don't know what to do when your dick get hard. So she can't teach. She can't come in this locker room and teach because she don't understand the biology of us. Wait a minute. He just she can, she can read about saw, your job oh, Listen, listen, listen. She's an expert. Listen, but an expert on a gorilla ain't a gorilla. You're an expert on gorillas, but you're oh, not you're a gorilla. She has the knowledge, but not the experience. Listen, oh. you're right. Listen to me. If you're an expert on game, mm. but you weren't in the game. Let, um, yeah, that's a perfect place to stop. I do think, though, when she says that men are incapable of love, we know that this is this is, you know, a long running talking point of Princella's and she has content, I believe a book um, related to, or, or either a book or a workshop related to her beliefs that men are incapable of love. Um, I vehemently disagree with that. Um, I've seen men in love. I know my husband loves me, um, his respect for me. Like you, this is the primary reason why I believe it. A man wouldn't lay down his life, wouldn't sacrifice his life for something or someone he didn't love. A man who is literally willing to jump in front of a bullet, like women will say they love, 
you know, their husband. Women will say they love, you know, their children, but you're still looking to him to be the one to take the bullet. You're still looking to him to sacrifice his life. So, you know, one could argue like that there's no higher form of a, of a person expressing their love than them being willing to lay down their life and to take a life um, for, you know, th their loved ones, if, if someone, you know, harm their loved ones. So I think that alone is proof positive that men are capable of love. Like to say that, like I, I, I witnessed my father loving my mother, like my dad, my mom was a spitfire and he loved her, you know, to no end. And, you know, like I, I've seen men lovingly care for their partners, sacrifice their life, you know, sacrifice everything that they had, work hard to keep to, to see their partners happy. I, I, because of what I've seen black men express to the women that they love and the ways in which I've seen it, I cannot agree with that. There's nothing that I disagree with more. Um, I would say that I absolutely have to agree with you there. Um, as a woman that's been, that's being loved now, um, I'm loved and I'm cared for, I'm thought about, um, I've been loved before and I, I, I'm, I, like I said, I've actually taken a workshop and, um, she thinks that it's not the majority of men um, that know how she said that um, she thinks it's the majority of men that don't know how. So she speaks for the dominant society when she says that they're not capable of love. But I, I think that men actually love harder than women. I think that our love is way more conditional um, than what a man's is, but that's my thought process. Um, yeah, Leo, I, 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 I hate That's that we didn't I hate that we didn't get to get a chance to ask her about the divorce rates and um women staying in situations or leaving situations um and women loving unconditionally and men loving harder. I hate yeah. that we didn't get a chance to dive off into that um aspect of because yeah. I do know men that love hard is shit and me too. We'll do. I don't think that divorce proves that. I don't think that divorce proves that men love harder than women um, at all, whatsoever. Like, um, I, most times, a woman, by the time she pulls the trigger on a divorce, um, a woman has made her unhappiness known in a multitude of ways, and and that's the final stop. That's that's like the you know I I have nowhere else to go. So I don't think that divorce is an indication that men love harder. Like I posted something a couple months back, I think it was on our community tab, where um, there was a man and he was talking about he it was a panel of men and they were talking about how men are less likely to even leave a relationship. That men don't like to be the ones to pull the plug, and they listed out all the reasons as to why men are less 
less likely to leave relationships. And uh, from what I've seen, I've seen that too. I've seen men that are unhappy and will stay in a relationship. I've seen men that know the relationship has ran its course. And I've seen men, like he said, one of the reasons was men are more apt to ghost you because they don't want to deal with those residual feelings that a woman is going to have or have that hard, those tough conversations. I remember that, but it was like four or five reasons. And I know I posted it on the community tab. So I don't think that divorce is necessarily an indication, but I think it's interesting like that men love harder. I do. I can see why you say that. I can see why you say that. Um, Even as it pertains to divorce, um so if you look at the reasons for divorce the mm -hmm. main reasons for divorce isn't a woman being dogged out and beat up it'll come down to like financials maybe infidelity and financial i thought it was irreconcilable differences but go ahead irreconcilable differences but irreconcilable differences does not necessarily highlight the exact reasoning like um yeah, infidelity. That's yeah, yeah that's like broad. infidelity and financial um mm -hmm. issues um which finances and infidelities are two of the biggest things but even as it pertains to finances finances would not be a man doing something to you or doing something against you it could be that the man doesn't make enough money to support a lifestyle and a woman yeah. feels like she could be entitled to a certain lifestyle and she may leave the relationship for that. And we don't, I don't think that the reason that all women divorce is frivolous. I don't think it's necessarily frivolous, right, right, right. but if you're talking about a love aspect of, then that would say that women have way more conditions on their love. And while a man is willing to stay and be unhappy and to stay in and, and to stay in the midst of and to go through the shit that they'll go through with a woman when they're married or, or why men are so less apt to pull a trigger that's to me it's saying that a woman does have more conditions and she's quicker to pull a trigger on a relationship if she's not satisfied versus a man not being satisfied but yeah and i i, I do think that men love harder I don't think there's we, there's no way for us to quantify who has the most conditions. Love is conditional. Like we talked about, divorce a man is the way to quantify that. Divorce is the way to quantify. Way to say, we just said that love is conditional. It, she may have one condition that he couldn't meet. He might have had one condition. Like it, it make, we don't know if it's one but condition or two conditions. That's what I mean by there's no way to quantify how many conditions. I do believe that love is conditional on both ends. We just talked about and every all the men in the comments ooh, ain't nothing attractive about a fat one. Oh, she should get in the gym like that could be that's a condition that most men have they want their woman to be a, to but remain they're attractive, not leaving their attractive wives, to them but they're not leaving like, their wives if my point fed. in saying that is that's a condition i'm not saying that they're they would leave their wives as a result of it some men might be like I, my husband, I believe, would like if he like yo weight getting out of control. There's not you don't want to do anything about it. I think he'll be like, oh no, I don't know if I can continue to do this after trying everything in his power to help though. me. But I wasn't bringing that up for that reason. I was just bringing that you're, no, you, you didn't let me keep cutting me off. You didn't let me finish. I I said I was just bringing that up to show that men also have conditions. 
things. My overall point in saying that, though, was that men, um, that a, a woman leaving a relationship, to me, a person leaving a relationship or leaving a marriage is not a sign of the, the fact that you don't love um, your partner. I don't think that it is an indication that you don't love him or you love him any less because whatever condition you had wasn't being met. Even if we talk about finances and infidelity, I don't know a reason better if he's cheating on you. That, that is so dangerous. He could bring back a myriad of things, children, diseases, the disrespect, the 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 effect on your psyche. Like that's a valid reason to leave somebody infidelity and finances. We don't know what that like finances is, is somewhat still general. Like finances, like you ain't ain't kept a job, you can't keep a job, you um, you know, refuse to work, like that that could be general too. So I just don't think that that's an indication that someone loves you more because they're willing to stay. Maybe you're willing to stay because you need a place to stay. Maybe you're willing to stay because you know you're the one that is doing wrong and I'm the one being wronged. The fact of the matter is everybody has conditions and nobody's perfect in, in a relationship. The fact that right. men are willing to stay in a relationship through thick and thin, men are less apt to pull the trigger to me suggests that a man does love harder than a woman. A man is willing to put up and stay and deal with while a woman would be like, uh, okay, if this isn't fulfilled, then I'm out. If this isn't done, then I'm out. Men are more quick. Men don't pull the trigger like women do. 90% of women file for divorce. 90%. 70. 70. Since when? It's 70%. It's not 90%. It's always been 90% of women filing no, for divorce. Hasn't pull up the stats it's not 90 percent. Seventy. what source this is uh let's see Jimenez law let's see where they got it from i'm clicking on it now hold on Okay, let me see. What's their source? Okay, they're quoting an article from Psychology Today. Okay. Um, I actually thought it's it always was been seventy percent. Yeah. Okay. Um. So even with seventy percent of women filing for divorce, seventy percent is an overwhelming majority of women that file for divorce. Um, versus men, men will deal with a lot of shit within the relationships. We never talk about men's unhappiness in a relationship because yeah. women do have a different expectation. Um, mm -hmm. And it's 90% as it pertains to college educated women. That's what it is. Yeah. I don't know where that came from, but I know the general stat is 70 just across the board. Okay. But the overwhelming majority of women will file for a divorce um, citing whatever reasons we know that men don't file for divorce the same in the same rate as women. Men are more apt to stay in a, um, men are apt to stay in an unhappy relationship than women. And whether we say that it's love or not, whether we say that it's love or not, there are still certain things that women will file for divorce from and may not necessarily be valid to men you know like i said men are willing to stay yeah. in and do whatever um babe i'll get to the super chats in just a second 
but um as it pertains to love i don't know if it's love that's making them stay but it could be um aspects of family that make men stay versus it women. Could. yeah it could be um absolutely like no, no doubt women are much easier to feel less fulfilled and be like, I don't feel fulfilled in this relationship, so I want to leave. I, I don't deny that. Um, I just don't think, I left a relationship and I was still in love when I left the relationship. But I yeah. knew that the behaviors that were being, that I was uh, uh, permitting, that I was allowing, were an indication that I did not love myself, that my self-esteem was in the toilet. So sometimes you leave and you still love the person, but you know that I have to love myself enough and for myself and my children that I have to change my circumstance. So yeah, uh, no doubt that women are more likely to file for divorce. There's no no argument there. I just don't all think that that's always an indication of the fact that the man loves the person more. If you love the person more, especially as it relates to infidelity, why are you cheating? Control your, your impulse, co control your loin, control your impulses, you know? So, shout out to a real bravado network. He says, Sister George, nice to meet you. See Rose, yeah, okay. okay. Well, damn, you had to do her like Whatever that. that what I don't know what we were talking about that oh, resulted in, but geez. Okay. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Andrew Wilkins. Uh, he said, Princella can't even lead herself to a good lace front to hide that Alex Murphy Robocop forehead. You really, Andy. <laughs> Andy. Uh, shout out to Uncle uh, Fatherly Advice with Uncle Stu. Uh, Uncle Stu, we really appreciate you. I hope all is going well. Oh, Uncle Stu. Shout out to Mrs. Queen's son kiss. She said, somebody got to be the man in the community. These males too busy pooping on work the women do to keep the community afloat rather than roll up their sleeve and getting to the actual work of the community. Woo. Woo cha. Woo cha. Mm -hmm. Uh, shout out to Dane C. He said, what the hell is this? I thought y'all said it is, it's a good debate. Child, we said, <laughs> we said, we said, child. Uh, shout out to Leo Anthony. He said, even the stats say with domestic cases, it's higher in women on women relationships than heterosexual. Um, that's a good point because the stats do say that. Uh, shout out to Kevin C. He said, a C white slash the queen maker. This is not a serious discussion. Mm, shout out to you for that. And a shout out to Mr. Curlin, my husband. He says uh, he's a walking contradiction to men are in the men are incapable of love premise. He said, don't let me get start. Don't get me started on my pops, my stepdad, too many uncles and cousins to count. And this is just immediate family not even my friends shaking my head and i can mm -hmm. wholeheartedly a hundred percent with my eyes closed blindfolded ears closed i can 100 percent guarantee he came from good goddamn stock shout out to y'all baby because they got some men around now it's men over there child listen uh shout out to mr me too he said a man's love of a woman and kids is the sole reason why most of our creator our creature comfort were created. B I W do do V by women do 
I don't know what that means, baby. I don't, I don't know understand. what those hashtags are. I don't know. B-I-W, B I W by women. I don't know. Y'all know what it means. Yeah, we no, are, I, oh, we sorry. confusion, child. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Marvel 318 for the super sticker. We greatly appreciate you. And a shout out to Eugene Steele. Thank you so much, Dr. Steele. He says, if men aren't capable of love, why are there still men who want to marry? Why are there, why are some, why are some marriages that last longer than others? Why do men, why do some men do not immediately leave women when women act up? That's another, that's another point. Um, yeah. I don't necessarily see women as victims in all of their relationships, even in the ones that they left, because women do have a certain nature to us. If we ain't getting what we want, we don't give a damn. We out. Fuck that. I ain't got to stay here and deal with that shit. I know I can get somebody else. Yeah. Um, you got porn stars like Mia Khalifa saying that she done left two, three, four, five goddamn relationships. She wasn't studying this shit because she knows she can get another man. If a man ain't yeah. moving in a way that they say that men should move or if women feels that that a man isn't moving the way she should move, they out. They say fuck it. I ain't gotta um, deal with it. I do think like women aren't necessarily victims, and I know you aren't saying this, but just for clarity's sake, I wasn't. I certainly was not painting them as that. Like that was, you know, I just was highlighting that my point in that uh, I don't think that leaving is an indication that the person that stays loves you more. But I do think like for the Mia Khalifa, like you you dealing with a porn star. Like anybody that signs up to deal with a porn star, like something wrong with you and you shouldn't even be surprised when she leaves you. <laughs> like she's likely not going to be easily satisfied. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if I, yeah, personally. So you don't think that men, do you think that, okay, why do you think, in, and just in your opinion, why do you think men stay in bad situations? If it's not for love, I think, I think men are more likely to stay due to comfort. They're comfortable in the situation. Women are like women will be like, I don't feel fulfilled every couple of years. They need something else to make them feel fulfilled. Where a man is like, he's set. He has his job. He has his family. He comes home to. You know, I think that men are less or more likely to be content in a situation, even if things aren't what they should be. Even if he's not necessarily happy in the situation, he's okay with contentment. Where a woman is like, this just being content ain't enough for me. I want to be happy every day. And they're always chasing something. So I don't disagree that women can be fickle, that some of the reasons are likely in that um, in that irreconcilable differences probably are just fickle reasons. I think that there are likely some valid reasons, but I think men are just more likely to, if they're content, despite the fact that they're not necessarily happy they're willing to stick it out i think that um i don't know i i actually think that men stay because they do have an overall love um especially if it's a a situation to where um the woman is acting up because we don't necessarily talk about a woman acting up in marriage or in relationships um babe i agree with that i think a lot of dudes here yeah. starting over but um and what divorce would do to them i dated a divorce guy and literally he was starting from the bottom <laughs> yeah that's starting from the bottom child 
Yeah, that's another reason. Like you like it's cheaper to keep her. Like the old saying goes, it's cheaper to keep her. I'm not necessarily happy, but we can make it work because you know you're gonna be paying child support. You're gonna there's a possibility that you might pay some spousal support. Like literally, you have the house actually goes to the woman and the children. Like, come on, that's a lot for a lot of men. So that's another major reason that I think some men would not necessarily that you know they love more or love harder or anything like that, but like, you know, that's that's tough. You know what I mean? And they've and, and they've invested a lot in the relationship too. Yeah. I don't want to knock that. You're an expert on serial killer. You don't talk to the world's greatest serial killer, but you're not a serial killer. See what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. Hold on. I, I would, I would like did, John, did John Calhoun have to be a rat? To understand the rats in his experiments, no. Because let me tell you, you have to. No, 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 you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. Because guess what? Guess what? I didn't hit the nail on the head. Every single point that I have made about the male. Tell nature. me what is like to have an erection. Let, let me say. Let me tell you. I don't have to tell you how it feel, but I know how it make your mind operate. I know you can't. So, 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 when I'm in class and I got a heart on mm -hmm. and I'm not thinking about nothing, what's on my mind? Then the teacher say, Charleston, come up because you get a heart on not yeah. thinking about sex. Yeah. That's right. That's, and that's, as a boy, and, hold on, listen, as a boy, listen, as a boy, you wake up with a heart on not even thinking about sex. Didn't I say that earlier? So, so this is my good question. So Charleston. how can you say what's Charleston. in our mind? Charleston, I said that earlier. You said you know what comes to our mind when I think you How do you know that? Charleston, I study y'all and I said- You ain't, but Charleston, Charleston, come on, Charleston, calm down. Baby, 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 calm down, sweetheart. This is what I'm saying. He cannot get in a woman's body to say this is how a woman feels. This is how a woman thinks. He can study all day long, but you don't have the chemicals that we have. Again, listen, a male can wake up, a male can hit a tree stump and his thing come up. No, you don't need nothing to make a male's shit stand up, right? You lying to me? You lying to me? A man has to see something. He cannot just sit because a man is. They, they half ass listen. They don't listen. They don't listen. Here's the thing. We just heard what we heard. No, 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 no. Because I, I, I told him. Didn't I tell you earlier that men are visual? You just said, oh no, don't no men get no no erections around no children. He said that earlier, and I said men are visual, extremely visual. Come on now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. No, no, anything. Listen, no, 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 no. It's some anything, men that are around about kids anything, that talk better Listen, anything, but it's some anything man that still can, kid is never turned on. Sir, anything can make y'all dick raise up. Y'all wake up. Y'all waking up with hard ons. Hold on, hold on. It, listen, it don't it don't it don't take no major stimuli to raise y'all shit. It don't. You can say you hey you can so what she's trying to say is that it, it doesn't have to be a sexual thing in nature to raise you up, meaning that this thing can a man, listen, a man is not gonna get hard unless he gotta pee in the morning, unless he's sexually aroused. He's just not gonna get hard. What, what, what? So you mean to tell me, hmm, you can be sitting in class, not thinking about sex and his dick get hard. Which a one boy, is, uh, a boy. But that's what I'm talking about. A boy and a man. Just, but, but that's but what listen, we were talking about. But listen, that's what we were talking about. But it's just out of his control. Did, but didn't I just say that? Well, they just being disagreeable for no reason. Oh, we're saying the same thing. No, yeah, we are. Yes, we are. You just don't like it. Listen, you just don't like it, y'all. man in this room is shaking their head. This is my problem with women.
understand you study, you break it all the way down, but you've never been in the mind of a man to try to speak so that's factual that. about what's in a man's mind. But that's all, that's all males do is talk no, about it's women. Not. Yes, no, they it's do. Not. I'm around men all day. We don't talk about that. Wait a minute. Y'all listen, y'all world is so small, the bunch of all us in. That's all listen, I'm going to say. Y'all world is so listen, small. Listen. I know some men that don't talk about sex, they talk about money, business, economics, growth, development. Nigga, nature dictates to me Let when me I decide something. pussy. Okay, My so nature dictates to me when I decide I'm going to get some pussy. I get that nature out of me, and I don't think about pussy no more. Huh. I be in a strip club every night and don't never think about pussy. Every night, don't never touch no pussy. Every night, going to one tonight was in one last night. Didn't touch one girl pussy and can damn near fuck everything in there. Didn't touch one because I want to show them it's you, real gentlemen. You teach a man, you teach one person. You teach a woman, you teach a nation. So we talk about an individual who has fame, who got money, around pussy where a bunch of dudes ain't got none, right? Man, so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, you ain't let me Man, I got to defuse you, what you mean? A man can raise a nation, what you think Dr. King did? Which how can you discredit our great leaders? Okay, so why the black community fucked up like it is? Because they mama? Because they got... Woo child, woo child. Do you think men focus, main focus is on sex? Um, undisciplined men, and that's most men. So I think a lot of them are ruled by vagina and that's what is their downfall. Uh, a lot of men. Um, I can't put a percentage on it. Um, I think a lot of men are undisciplined. Men who make excuses for cheating and not being able to control themselves are undisciplined. And so, yeah, a lot of men are. Um, Do yeah, you think the majority of men cheat? Um, yes, the majority, 51% or higher, yes. Okay. Um, um, Do you think, how much responsibility do you think black women have in the demise of the black community um i think that black women have a huge responsibility in it. and the reason that i say that is based off of it, it ties into something she just highlighted when she said you teach a woman you teach a nation you teach a man you've taught one individual uh, women are responsible for cultivating the minds of the young, cultivating the children. Um, if we're saying that the children and the people within the community are the ones destroying it, even in those instances where it's a two-parent home, the mother is the primary source of cultivating and nurturing the mind of the child and bringing them up. So as a result, I would say the majority of the responsibility falls on the women. Um, and I do believe that the black community is a matriarchy of sorts. Black men are not not in the way that they should. There was a time that they were, they are not currently. So I would say 60-40. Okay. 60-40 the... The women versus the men. 60% As to on why it's messed up? Six, yeah, 60% on the women, 40% on the men. Wow. Mm -hmm. What about you? <laughs> I, um, um, I'm, I'm in shock. Um, I know, because you ain't expect that from me. I sure didn't. Actually, mm -hmm. if I had to go another way, I would actually say that it's the opposite. I really? would say 
Hell yeah. Wait a minute. Not you, because maybe you be on the women's arses. I'm going to be on the women's asses because I do see the trend going downward as the way I think women should be in my mind. I think the trend is going downward as the what we should be as a woman in totality. I think that overall thing of what a woman should represent, I think that vision is, has gone down. Mm-hmm. However, however, when it comes down to leading a community, getting shit in order, being disciplinarians, making sure that a community is straight, I think that falls under the hands of a man. I think mm-hmm. men are supposed to run society. I think men are supposed Oh, yeah. So when it comes down to running a society, I think men bear the responsibility of running a society. How mm-hmm. women got in charge, how shit became a matriarch. Yeah. I think it's fucked up. I think it's uh-huh. fucked up. But what I think men's role should be in society and what... uh what what men should be doing in society and how men should be running running society what we got now is black women against white men that's where the shit is gonna be at now i think it should be black men against white men um or in in taking control of society i don't think men um run society like they should especially as it pertains to black men but i do think black men should bear that responsibility and the demise of the community while women do bear our fuck-ups and while we do have to take some responsibility i think we we do own a chunk of that responsibility of as to why society is fucked up but mm-hmm. a community of single mothers um a community of single mothers um bear a responsibility it bears some responsibility in itself but these kids didn't get there on their own oh, and yeah something had to be done for the for it to get like that but i believe is because there was no control and Mm -hmm. um power from the men and i think men do bear responsibility for that i understand that and i uh like you know i certainly understand everything that you said and where you're coming from i think for me um i'm looking at just the present state not necessarily not focus on the root cause. I think that looking at the present state, I know that women are black community. So if y'all are leading, like men should be leading, men should be in the leading position, ideally, but being that they aren't and the women are leading, then you have to take the bulk of the responsibility for the state of the community. And that's kind of where I'm coming from with it. But I do absolutely understand your point. And I do think that there's a lot of credence to everything that you said. agree i think there's a lot of credence to everything that you said um as well i I do um and i i actually can agree with the current state because women are the quote-unquote leaders of the black community and look at the state of the black community look at what we're raising the boys that have turned out to be the ones killing us ladies think about that you as a single mother then raise these little fucking heliums that we're complaining about that we 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 have a problem with you raised the men that are killing us now and they didn't came from single mom households where there was no fathers where there was no masculine influence so then we do have to bear a responsibility as to how these boys then turned out and what these boys have um turned into absolutely 
We on the same page. I just said we're on the same page. Yeah, because you done programmed the one. We had great men to get us, girl. How y'all gonna discredit those men? Because you know I'm gonna chop this up, right? You know I'm gonna chop this up with the discrepancy, right? I'm gonna just let them talk. We got great men. Let, I just meant Manson, one of the richest ever men. Homie, he's the example of what all of us should be. Bezos, Zucker, they ain't got nothing on him. How can so we that, discredit? So you, you got to go all the way back into. To, we, come on, man. So why you can't do it now? Why we got to? Why we got to look at Mark Zuckerberg and Elon oh, I'm not Musk looking at Mark Zuckerberg. Now. I don't want to do that. But when you met Manson, I don't want to do it. I want to fuck a bunch of hoes till I die. <laughs> We know that, Charleston. Charleston, we know. And I'm happily married. Uh, we know, Charleston. And I'm happily married. All you doing is agreeing with everything I done already said. Huh. We didn't create us. That's the nation. No, no, she's not. She, she's not. She's not saying that. Yeah, yeah. She, she, she's not saying that. She, she are making bold statements of the thoughts of men, and she don't know the thoughts of men that she done talked to. Most men are not thinking about sex. I promise you. I promise you. Hold on. What? 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 What does a male do? The same thing. Okay. Um. So somebody in the chat, and I definitely want to highlight this content, this comment, in this content. God damn it. Uh. Hold on, child. So a shout out to Feisty Goddess, and this is an interesting point. A boy, a mother raises, and I think she meant like R-I-A-R-A-I-S-E-S, -E raises a boy. She doesn't raise a man. Um, Interesting point. But now if you're raising boys, what happens when they turn into men and these men start killing you? Where does this hatred come from? And feisty goddess, I got another question for you. If we were raising boys and, and we're raising them until they become men, what happens to the, what happens when they start hating us? Where's the breakdown from when they become a boy to when they start killing us? What happens then? What happens in that process? What what's happens the in their thought process? Right. What, yeah. What's the disconnect there? Um, um Go ahead. I'm sorry. Then when we talk about raising our boys, when we talk about raising our boys as a single mother, let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. And I'm going to tell you how I was fucking up as a single mother. I'm a woman. I'm a woman through and through. I'm a girl's girl through. I'm, I know y'all don't think that. I'm a girl's girl, though, for real, for real. I'm a girl's girl. But I'm a woman through and through. I'm a woman. I have feminine traits. I'm emotional. Sometimes I can be irrational. I'm very protective. I'm loving. I'm caring. I'm a lot of shit as a woman. I have a nature to myself that is very different than my husband's. When it comes down to my irrationality, my my... You say something to me, and I feel like I'm so privileged. I, I'm able to say something back. I don't resolve shit the same way that men do. I'll escalate shit in a lot of ways. Um, my nature is different than that of a man. And what it is when we have boys and there's no masculine presence around, the boys tend to act like us. Let me tell you about a woman with women. 
women be more so in competition with each other than we are loving and giving and respectful of one another, especially if we feel like the next bitch got up on us. Women will get on this goddamn internet and talk about our togetherness and our sisterhood. Let her do something better than you. Let her be a better bitch than you. Let her, we are not always celebratory. Um, we're actually tear each other down in the most bitchiest of ways. We're petty. We're, we're we, and we're a lot of us are very much in our feminine energy, or we act in ways that we think that men act and try to present that as masculinity when we're still thinking from shit as to what we think men should do in in our feminine energy in our feminine we think men should respond like this we think men should act like this we're not actually men so when you have a pseudo with pseudo masculinity which is what single mothers have to produce pseudo masculinity i think men should act like this we're not able to gauge what motivates man, what should motivate a man. We have no idea because we're not men. We present pseudo masculinity to our boys. Then when our sons end up being bitch made, emotional, um, don't know how to problem solve. Um, and not saying that this is all single mothers, not saying that, but the majority, the majority of us don't know how to raise boys. These boys come up with these certain ideologies that's been pumped into them by their mothers of what men should be and what they think other women are. We'll give our sons a false sense of what women really are. We, we give them a false sense of what women really are. We'll sit around and tell our sons that, oh, you shouldn't hit a girl. You shouldn't cheat on a girl. You shouldn't dog a girl out. If a girl is doing something like this to you, you should leave her. Meanwhile, a woman could slap a nigga upside the head. We cheering that shit on. A woman could dog a nigga out. We cheering that shit on. We give them a very distorted view. And this is why they end up hating us when they turn to men. Because a lot of time we've given them a fucking distorted view of the world. That's what happens when you don't have a masculine presence, a real masculine presence around your boys. And that's where we fuck up at. That's all I had. I felt like I was getting ready to go off on a real good tangent. And then I was just like, you know what? We not. Um, um, yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I think, though, that when you say a mother raises a boy, she doesn't raise a man that um, your development in boyhood is what helped aid you in de uh, your development stages leading up to and becoming a man. Like you raising that boy and the lessons you teach him as a boy are what he's taking with him into manhood. So uh, like it's, I, I mean, you, you know, you say that, but I think that there is a there's correlation. Your your the skills the 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 lessons that you teach him in boyhood is what he's carrying with him into manhood so you're still there's still some responsibility there in my opinion but i wanted to quick just address this um from tushy time she says in a toxic culture with backward rules everything is against the woman raising children in a healthy way how are we leading 
uh, how are women leading when the culture is male-minded? So we're talking specifically about the Black community. Um, uh, I see the Black community as being matriarchal, and I see I feel that it's been that way for centuries. I think that uh, it's by design. I think that there I say it, uh, it's due to the hand of white supremacy and racism that um, put a lot that was very instrumental in ensuring that black women were in leading positions. There were times throughout our history in the 70s, after the war, in the 60s, 70s, after the war, where um, black men weren't given jobs, they couldn't work. The only people that could find work were women. And, you know, there, there's been a concerted effort to ensure that black women were leading in the black community. So I don't see our culture as male-minded. If our culture was male-minded, we wouldn't have men getting their nails painted. Like I just seen Young Thug, not Young Thug. Um, uh, Drake somebody with their like all kind of blingy blingies hanging off their nails they wearing pearls nba um, young boy tight skinny jeans yeah they wear purses like what culture and these are men that are supposedly heterosexual how is that a male-minded culture i i don't think i don't find our culture to be male-minded at all i think that it's lacking uh malehood like literally when you see black men exhibiting their considered toxic and they're shamed and shunned regarding it. So that's not what I see from my perspective on social media and in real life. I wholeheartedly agree with you there, Concrete. Wholeheartedly agree with you there. I think it is absolutely more female-minded. Um, and if it wasn't more female-minded, then why are we always complaining about the lack of masculinity um, within our community and especially within Black culture? Um, we're always complaining about the lack of masculinity. Um, then it, it, even if it's a, a weak male culture. So if it's a weak male culture and a lot of us have been single mothers, these next two generations are going to be the generations that's been raised by single mothers. These next two, the single mother generations, if it's a weak male culture because of lack of masculinity, that is also a, a cross that we gonna have to bear as women because we raised them like this. We raised them to be feminine. We raised them to have more of a woman mindset. We raised them to be more empathetic, um, quote unquote, towards women. We raised them a certain way. And then when they raise up and come against it, we raised them. If, if, we, if, if they weak, it's because we raised them. We wanted them to be like that. And we wanted them to be like that because we thought it was going to be more for our protection and for the future of our girls, but we didn't kind of shot ourselves in the foot, didn't we? The same thing that y'all doing in this modern day society, acting like them animals. More women have naked than a man with a heart on. There are more women walking around with their titties and their ass out than a man with a heart on. Hold on, hold on. Let me just be clear here. Let me be clear here. So now we're going to the point of saying that the way that women dress is suggesting that they want to be fucked. Is that what we're saying? Left side of the brain. You goddamn right. Left side of the brain. Tools. Why would you have? Why? May I ask you what creative expression is? I mean, some women just like. I told you they. I told you they right side. I told you the right side of their brain shut down. Let me tell you something. When a woman is dressed revealing, the left uh, area in the left side of the brain, which is the analytical side to use things as tools, lights up when they look at women. These dudes do not have no access to the damn feminine. And they keep telling you, they keep showing you, I ain't got to say nothing. He proving everything that I'm saying is right. I don't care how many. No, that ain't true. I don't 
I'm going to stop the video at the hour and six minute mark. Um, we've been on for about three hours. I think we're going to have to do a part two to this conversation. Um, we have to both get off the air um, because we have something to do. So I do want to talk about this last point that um, they made about women dressing revealing because they want to get fucked mm. or the wise. Um, so y'all keep in mind, we stopped at the hour six minute mark. I'm going to write it down. Um, so when we do continue this conversation, we'll know yeah. where we stopped because I do want to continue breaking this video down. But what are your thoughts on um, women just dressing suggestively um, for the attention or because they want to get fucked? What are your thoughts on that? Interestingly enough, so uh, I'm sure you saw what happened with Kai Sinat and the um mayhem in new york like he was giving away five playstations and like five all like it was hordes of people that came out they said over five thousand people they're jumping on his car they're like it was mayhem tearing up uh, yeah. property and stuff like that so he was arrested the twitch streamer kai um you know okay he i heard had, about him but i didn't hear yeah. like the whole situation so i was watching video from that and like i'm seeing women but like they cheeks out twerking on light poles <laughs> all kinds of stuff and i was like the the degeneracy but um i say all that to say i think oh it's okay so when when that video was posted and i saw the woman twerking on the light pole but the caption was with like and the men men were smacking her bottom you know and she's twerking while they smacking her bottom she climbed up the light pole and is twerking and the caption was that I'm, I feel so bad that this lady, this young lady is allowing them to, um, to, you know, objectify her like that. And I'm like, she's objectifying herself. <laughs> so I do think that um, men, I do think that women dress the way that they dress for attention, but they want attention from certain males. So the attention, all attention is not, you know what they desire it's all attention isn't you know attention from unattractive guys or guys they're they're not attracted to isn't necessarily warranted they they prefer not to get that attention so i do think that there's some validity in them dressing in a very sexually provocative way to get male attention but it's from the males that they find desirable Secondly, I don't think that it's an indication. Well, it might be an indication that they even want to sleep with said males, but it's not an indication or an invitation that it's a free for all for everybody, that any and everybody gets to cop a feel, any and everybody can take them home because there will be some men that they reject. And those men will get upset, call them out their name, call them despicable, call them all kind of H's, all kind of B's because you're dressed like that. Why can't I touch you? You're dressed like that. Why can't I um, ask you if you want to go home and suck my D? So it, it invites unwanted attention as well as you're hoping to get garner the attention from somebody that you find desirable and you know um appeal to them um well child you know we didn't have us a time around this topic right here this subject yeah, right have. here um i think that women are absolutely fucking delusional 
to think that they should be able to dress like that or to think that they can dress like that and to only garner attention from the men that they are attracted to. I think it is absolute fucking delusional. Absolute fucking delusional. Absolutely fucking delusional. I'm going to dress like a hoe and only the niggas that I like, that, those are the <laughs> only ones that can look at me. I think when we do shit for attention and we end up with all types of attention and then we blame the attention that we're receiving on all the men that we're receiving it from, especially the niggas that we don't like, I think that's absolutely ridiculous because I, I think that's that's what comes with it. When you dress provocatively, and I am a person who, not as much as I uh, used to, I dress provocatively sometimes, it didn't have, you know, whatever, I'm me. But I dress because I want a gun or some certain type of attention. I want to appear sexy to my man. I want, I want, I'm trying to elicit the male gaze. I don't think that women are honest about what it is that they're, we're not honest in our nature when we do certain things. If we put on a low cut top, we want somebody to look at our titties. Women will sit here, oh, don't look at my titties because I got them out. I know I got my titties out, but I don't want you looking at them when men are going to look at them. Women are going to look at your titties if you got them out. I had my titties out last night. I was getting all kind of crazy looks from old women, and it was <laughs> hilarious. Um, but I wanted to be sexy to my husband, um, and my husband loved my dress, by the way. But we do things for attention and then complain about attention. So I think that we are absolutely fucking ridiculous in our delusion yeah. in that. Um, we do certain things, but then don't want everything that comes with it. But mm -hmm. we do. And yeah. I think we sound dumb. Oh, I should be able to wear what I want. And I, you can wear what you want. And I think you deserve respect in being able to wear what you want. I, I, like I don't think anybody should come fuck with you because you got on whatever but we have to understand what comes with certain things if I wear a low cut top men gonna look at my titties if I got mm -hmm. on some booty shorts men are gonna look at my ass and I don't get to pick and choose which one to do it that's what happens yeah um agree but i do think that um even you said like you dress like that for your husband so it's not necessarily for everybody's male gaze but yet and still you still you nah. know wear what you wanted to wear no nah. um, let me keep it a book let me keep it a book let me keep it a mm -hmm. fucking book i so when we talk about women don't want nothing that that don't nobody else want men also don't want anything that don't nobody else want men want their women to be attractive to other men as well um now to a certain degree men don't want men want what somebody else want now i i don't think it's to a, an extreme to where he'll send you out to be a hoe or whatever and i don't think you should be dressed like a hoe but i do want to be sexy i want to be sexy i want to look good i want to look good i want to feel good um i want to be perceived as that i want people to have that perception she looks good she 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 looks nice she looks nice in her clothes she looks great she's sexy she's stylish i want to be um able to encompass those things in the way that i when i step out i want to be able to elicit the male gaze i don't want to i don't want to be fucked up because of it and i think there's a way to be um, sexy and classy 
um, yeah. without being ratchet. I and I think, I think mm. when we go out and you, you put on your clothes, you want to look good for your man, but your man knows that you're going to attract other men with the way that you look. And well, yeah. Well, what I was I trying to say. I articulated that right, but no, I get what you're saying. Uh, I think I I understand what you're saying. Uh, what I was trying to say was that. Um, oh, okay. So, for example, um, I will wear low cut. First of all, my shirts don't necessarily have to be very low cut. Um, I have a big chest, and as a result, if I wear some. <laughs> So certain things, um, I have some tattoos on my chest. And um, yesterday, I went, uh, the day before yesterday, I went out and I was running some errands and a man said something to me about my tattoos. And um, I was disgusted because Joe, oh, that's not it. But um, I, I couldn't say anything because you could, you know, it was obvious, you know, my shirt, whatever. But I say all that to say that, um, Sometimes too, like how I dress also is, I dress how I think is flattering to my figure. So yes, um, it may be sexy. It might have a little bit of sex appeal to it, but I wear like, you know, umpire waist dresses that they're going to accentuate the smallest part of my waist. Like I'm not dressing frumpy or wearing clothes that look big on me because it's going to make me, I'm, I'm, I already need to lose weight. I don't want to look any bigger than I am. So uh, I dress how I feel looks flattering to my figure. And yes, that may indeed be sexy because, you know, my tops are, you can't hide them. But um, I, I I'm like, I may, you know, it's probably, unconsciously unconsciously and subconsciously i think that that is part of our thought process when we dress but because i've always worn um shirts not you know since i could buy my own clothes that were a bit revealing up top because i like the way they look on me and you know at the time i wanted to attract male attention but i also have grown a love for the way those shirts fit me so as a result like there's likely some unconsciousness like an unconscious thought process behind that but i'm certainly you know not um trying to get men to gravitate towards me or to say anything to me i'm always i'll be overly disgusted in my face say it all but i do understand what you're saying and i think even it if sounds it's not crazy like, because it'll sound kind of crazy because when we talk about eliciting the male gaze or doing things for attention um mm -hmm. I have clothes that fit baggy on me that I know if I walked out in them, um, nobody's going to look at me. Nobody's going to mm -hmm. probably pay that much attention to me. I'm an average yeah. looking woman. I ain't got no problem with it. But I know if I put that shit on and I got something that accentuates my ass to hip ratio and I know I have mm -hmm. a, a good ass to hip ratio and I know mm -hmm. when I wear that that uh, top that's uh, slimming in here and it flares out and it gives me the hourglass figure, yeah. I know that men are gonna look at that. And so I know what I'm doing when I put that shit on. And so then if I walk with a little switch in my hips and I know what that does to men. I don't yes, see. dilute my thought process in what I'm doing versus the response that I'm going to get. I think a lot of women will try to dilute the response that they're going to get from men when it comes down to the shit they put on. Oh, I just put this on. They ain't going to be looking at me in this. Or if I put this on, you put certain things yeah. on because it makes us feel good but a lot of times we feel good because we we're getting the attention from 
I think likely many of us like because I don't switch at all. I don't even know how to switch. Like I think I would be probably um, kind of, like I would probably you have a feminine be, walk. It's a feminine. I walk probably not it's be, natural. Like I I yeah. don't even think about that. Like honestly, it's not something I think about. I like if I I don't even know, but it's not something I think about. But I say that to say, um, I think that. Like I said, like a lot of us have grown accustomed to we know what 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 draws attention to us. And that's what we buy. That's what we put on, because from experience, from past experience, we already know that's what gets the attention. That's what is attracting the men. That's what's attracting the bees to the honey. So as a result, that's how we dress. And that's, you know, so I, I do acknowledge that. And I agree with that. I just don't think that. um I think it, that men need to be careful because we we live in a very in a time where oh, black okay. men are being targeted. Yeah, yeah, and I, that's why I highlighted that earlier comment. So yes, absolutely. Like you know, you, nobody can stop you from saying what you want to say. But like even the touching somebody, like literally that one yeah. that girl was up there twerking, and they're putting their hands on her raw behind. She could literally go and try to say they groped her. Like we see that type of stuff happening oh so frequently. Yep. Shout out to uh, Obsidian. He says the big difference in your case is that you're covered by a man so you can get away with it. But if you're not, no, you can't. Um, I do think that you're in much more of a danger in dressing provocatively and being alone versus you are with going out with a man and being out by yourself um, dressing provocatively. But when we put on clothes, I think we absolutely put on a lot of times, a lot of times we do put on clothes to be sexy. Yeah. And when it comes down to being sexy, sexy is you trying to draw attention from somebody else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Be but feeling sexy, sexy, I'm gonna tell you something like real talk, like as a woman, what that does for your confidence. Like how I I'm gonna tell you when I'm when I'm putting it on, getting it together. Baby, I'm playing my music. I have my candles lit. I know I'm about to, you know, be a showstopper. So like, you know, like the mood that I'm in, like what that does to highlight my mood and I'm, I'm all smiles. I'm a typically smiley person when I go out anyways, but like I'm all smiles. It literally, my face is lit up because I feel beautiful. And a part of that is because I feel sexy, which we know sexy attracts the male attention and you can't be mad that they look in, but what was it? Oh, uh, May was saying that as a wife, she doesn't want any attention, like any attention, any, I mean, like I get for oh, as a woman, unless you wear a garbage bag, because I have t-shirts, but even if I'm wearing something that like I've gone somewhere, I'm a, you know, little something on my face or whatever. I've gone somewhere and felt like I was dressed down and still gotten attention. So there's still no way to guarantee that you won't attract the male gaze. Um, I mean, there's a way, I guess, to lessen your possibility of attracting the male gaze by covering up. Um, but I, and somebody was saying something about Kiki and what she wore. Like, I would never go that far. And no. in addition, my husband, because he was um, he's was raised or he was a Muslim man up until a few years before we met. I was kind of concerned, like, am I going to be modest enough? And he was the first person who was like, no, I wear that. I like how that look when we're going out together. Like, he yeah, that's the thing, too. That's so true, because even in the dress that I had on last night, it was a very, very low cut dress. 
And I, the first thing I told Curtin, I was like, you know, I showed him the dress. I was like, you think I, I should wear this? You ain't post none either. No, anyway. girl. Um, I'm about to take a little social media hiatus, and I'll have to tell oh. you about y'all. Oh, girl. Okay. Um, but when I put the dress on, it was very, very boobalicious, and I was like, mm -hmm. honey, this has got all my little titties out. You know, you think I should? He was mm -hmm. like, put that shit on. It's date night tonight. You, we, we together. <laughs> And it's certain things that I'm not allowed to wear out of the house if I'm not with him. I can't wear biking shorts out the house. Mm -hmm. I cannot wear biking shorts out the house. I got too much going on to have on biking shorts. Baby, them leggings be having this showing too, but um, let me stay out your business. Go ahead. Baby, and I asked him, I was like, what's the difference between biking shorts and leggings? He was like, because there's more of them legs out is more skin. Uh -oh. Okay. Uh, them them biking shorts really do some, and no, yeah. you cannot wear yeah. those outside. So I'm not allowed to wear biking shorts. Um, if I'm not with him, um, yeah. and too much of a low cut top. If I could wear this out, cause this isn't down there, and it's mm -hmm. not. See how yeah. I look down. Let me. So <laughs> if this is further down, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't feel comfortable yeah. wearing this out. But this is a dress that I would wear around the house, cause the dress is too short um okay. stuff that does not pass the the hand thigh test <laughs> i don't wear i got yeah. too much ass for it for one yeah, but yeah, yeah, for sure. then it's uh about having a bit of class so if i'm naked if i'm too low if i'm low cut up here i wear something long if yep, i'm short if i'm covered up here then i don't have a problem with showing my legs but yeah, never you know that's kind of like out. the women lessons that yeah for sure that's like you know femininity 101 but my husband has yeah. one time told me i was walking out the house and i had on a dress and i didn't realize how short it was but he could see it from the back you know the back hikes up and he's like nah you ain't gonna you gonna you gotta change that and that's the only time he's ever said anything to me but um other than that i think i do pretty good because i try to be respectful and i know i have a husband i don't want to him to have to get into anything with anybody so i'm always mindful yeah. of that so i try to be you know, a little covered. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Said if I had modest. To... Uh -huh. Oh, hold on. No, he go said... ahead. You go. Okay. He said, if I had to assess Curlin, I'd say that he's at least moderately fit and possess at least some self-defense skills. So you're good in most cases. Honey, what, what, uh, well, he can't defend, we'll kill. Listen, we'll <laughs> jump on a nigga together. I promise. I ain't. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you know, um, sure. he likes for me to look good when I go out. And baby, I'm gonna put them clothes on. If I don't do shit else, I'm gonna put them clothes on when it's time to go. And yeah, I look good. He looks good. Oh, he gonna have them clothes mm -hmm. on when it's time to go. We're you a nice looking cute. couple. We're we're Oof. a very nice looking yeah. couple. And so when um, we, when we step mm -hmm. out, honey, we step out. So yeah, we like to look that good. part. We like it. May we was it. saying sorry modesty is not just in clothing that is also in behavior your vibe says i'm taking don't approach i be so like like i i, I kind of be offended like you don't know that i'm in, you don't know my husband i kind of be like act like sir i am married do you not know my husband like i'd be kind of a little offended almost because do you I walk around with rbf 
No, no, no. I'm a smiley person. So that's why somebody would be likely to approach me because I'll be like, oh, hi, how are you? Like, I, I always speak. Uh, my husband says I need to stop, that he wants me to walk around with RBF. And I'm like, that's not a natural position for me. So I'll speak back. But as a result of that, they'll think that that's an invitation. Every time they think that's an invitation. No, that's not an invitation. You don't see my ring. I know you do. <laughs> so I get kind of a little offended. Girl, um, I walk around with RB with RBF. Hey, like <laughs> when I say I be like, don't approach me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know what I think it comes from? Like living in a city. Like when I lived in Chicago, if you walked around with RBF, like it was almost like an invitation to a fight. So, but even before that, I'm a generally pretty amiable, like happy person. But um, like I've had women like roll up on the side of me. I'm in my own car or in my boyfriend's car at the time. And like, I look over and I'm not smiling. They're like, what? And like, literally it's like, like not not smiling is almost like fighting words. I'm like, Girl, you miserable. Like, you want to fight me because I don't, just because I have a blank look on my face. So, niggas be like, smiling, be like, do I look like a fucking idiot? What the fuck am I smiling for? But living in a black city, you kind of be like, hi. Like, when you you catch somebody's eye, you kind of, no. Now, in the South, I think that it's just proper to speak and to have a smile and a pleasant disposition. Yeah. But if I'm in a in a spot or a place that where I feel like I may not necessarily be as safe, then my defenses are up. And of course, I'm more vigilant. I'm not going to necessarily be, um, uh-oh, here we go, conditional femininity. I'm not going to necessarily be like in my... But that's a protection. Like you're like that's a that is yeah. a that's a defense mechanism. And my husband, like I said, he cares about me being able to protect myself. So he tells me tells me you need to stop looking so inviting. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know how to look less I think inviting. That's a, I think that's a yeah. great, great point. And I think that's what a lot yeah. of women um have to do um within especially in major cities, they have to uh, kind of have a defense up because a lot of times they don't know what type of situation they'll, they're in or they'll end up in, um, especially yeah. with being too friendly and being but too I'm friendly. So... Go mm-hmm. ahead. No, I'm sorry. Um, I told you I have trauma. I was slapped before when I was like 11, 12 years old by a neighborhood guy that tried to talk to me. And I was like, I said something slick to him. And my family doubled down on like I was at a distant cousin's house and they doubled down on it. So I'm kind of like, hi, like thinking that's the better approach than being like, you know what I mean? So I'm I'm yeah. I'm happy that I don't generally have to go back into environments to where I can't be yeah. pleasant and sweet. Me thank either, God. but that still scars you. Yeah, I can imagine. I, I only can imagine me. because it wasn't hard, but it's just the principle. No, it was the fact that shit, somebody put their hands on you when you didn't feel like being fucking bothered, and you was mm-hmm. like, No, and you tried to set a clear boundary and mm-hmm. somebody slapped you for that. Um yeah. So I totally understand. I totally understand. Um, oh, obsidian. I once I once chased a brother down the street because he wouldn't take no thank you for an answer from Miss Brown Sugar. You was about to jump on the man, Kane and all. Oh my gosh! 
Yes, we're gonna chase him. <laughs> if he running, that's a good sign. He trying to get away. No, but dead ass. Listen. Oh, he tried to follow her home. Oh hell no, no you yeah, baby and, and tell Miss Brown Sugar to go get her uh concealed carry. Listen, better stay ready. So you don't have to be ready because you just never know. And niggas are fucking crazy. Niggas are crazy. Yeah. Um, and will be crazy enough to even challenge you on a woman that is yours. Like, are you dumb? Are you retarded? Like, people will kill you about your about their folks. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, people will kill you about their women and men. People will kill you. So mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, let me finish reading these super chats and girl, we're gonna have oh, to get up out of here. Okay. Um, a shout out to, oh, I think I read that. Thank you, Eugene. And shout out to you again. He said during the Jim Crow days, black people were creating their own everything. And it was a patriarchy in the black community. Black men were leading. Um, they were, and there was everything in people's power to stop that from being the norm and wanted us to be against each other. This was set up by design. And I, I hate that we don't take the seriousness it. of it and acknowledge. Yeah, that's a, that's exactly what it is, Concrete. We don't acknowledge yeah. that as a people, especially here. Um, shout out to May the Alchemist, honey. She said, please place your sisterhood, your sister card in the return mail. Concrete, don't do you know me. she's talking about May, you, child. May, May, don't Baby, don't do I'm me. sitting I, here in a I, state of shock. I just want us to be accountable. Like, if this our best, we got to fix it. We got to clean it up. That's all. That's it. Child, she put that shit all on y'all. I was like, nah, girl. Oh, my gosh. Look, they ain't going to forget that for a minute. I'm going to make uh, sure Honey, this. I'm not either. I'm going to bring this shit up every week. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Father <laughs> Advice with Uncle Stu. He said, great stream. I need to clip much of this. I love oh. it. Thank you so Thank much, you, Uncle, Uncle Stu. Um, guys, I thought this was a really great stream. This was a really, really good conversation, um, especially as it pertains to the conversation between Charleston White and uh, the Queen Maker Princella. Um, yeah. We definitely want to have a part two of this discussion because we weren't able to break down the full video, but um, some points were made on both ends. I think I agree with some of the points on both ends. Not definitely not all, definitely yeah. not all. And um, as we said before, we don't think the manosphere endorses a lot of the talking points of Charleston White, as especially as yeah. it pertains to women and the harm that's being done to women. So that part. Um, yeah, it was One a second. good show. It was a good show. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Um, very, very big shout out to everybody in the chat. Um, <laughs> Leo, you said we had a stream hope with women accountable. Great show. <laughs> and a shout out to Ghost 1521. Y'all really going to find out who got the chips as this podcast grows. Um, hopefully y'all going to give us some chips as this podcast grows because we need it, child. Yeah, oh, shit. Um, I have to go, Danny. I have a okay. call that I have to take, but I'm still here. Just um, I'm muted and my camera's on. Um, well, I'm going to shut it down. Shout out to everybody who came in the chat. Y'all kept the chat on fire today, baby. The chat did not disappoint. So very big shout out to y'all. Shout out to everybody who super chatted us 
we really 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 greatly appreciate you guys um and shout out to everybody for just rocking with us y'all could have been anywhere in the world but y'all came over here and rock with us today so big shout out to y'all um stay tuned y'all know we got some big shit popping big shit popping y'all know we y'all know how we do so uh very big shout out to y'all and we will see you guys on the next one we are out this is the part where concrete be like peace and then i just end it like this